To another episode, another week of Generation X Gaming. I'm your host, 30 and Still Gaming, and joining me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, bro? I'm doing fine. Still can't find you on Mixer, though. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to tell you. Those of you that don't know what Generation X Gaming is, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. Uh, between both of us, we've been playing games for over 65 years combined. Um, so we know a little bit about video games, consoles, industry, uh, and, and all that jazz and all that jazz. Um, so we're live every single Thursday here on Mixer at 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, if you could watch the past broadcast on YouTube, make sure you follow, uh, 30 and still gaming on YouTube. Make sure you're following the show on Twitter at Jen underscore X underscore gaming. If you have any gaming news that you would like to submit to us and you think we might want to talk about it on the show. You can submit it to Jen underscore X underscore gaming uh, direct message right there. Thanks for everyone for coming in watching uh, on today's episode. We're going to be talking about uh, we're going to be talking about the Fortnite uh, PUBG lawsuit. We're going to be talking about uh, Fallout seventy six. We're going to be talking about uh, a little bit about Dauntless. We're going to talk about uh, Sea of Thieves: The Hungering Deep. Uh, what else are we talking about? Uh, Bioware. We're going to be talking about Bioware. And Star Citizen. So that's what's on the agenda today. Uh, what have you been playing, Sarge? What have you been up to lately? Have you uh, dived into any other games recently? Yeah, I, I, I was surfing the store and I found that Path of Exile game. The free-to-play game. Right. Which is basically Diablo without gold. It, right. There's no gold in the game. There's no gold in the game. Everything is barter. Yeah, you trade like you, keep, like you keep giving the guy some stuff, and you see what he'll give you in return, and it's like an experiment. Like you keep throwing more stuff into the pile. And they give you they give you scraps or different yep. breakdown thing materials, so you can uh, put those towards uh, what, what do you call those? Uh, the stones? No, um, the sockets. What are they? What are the... I'm losing. The, the... Yeah, they're they're gems. Gems. They're gems. Yeah, yeah. They're gems. The sockets for stones and gems and different things. That's the most complicated skill tree I've ever seen in a game. It's ridiculous. I, let me see if I can bring up. Let me see if I can bring the one, up the picture. The one, the one for that one for the other game you playing was uh, was complicated. Albion Online has a pre, has a really crazy skill tree. Um, but that that makes it look like Mickey Mouse. Let me see if I can bring up Exiles skill tree. This thing is. Oh wait, what am I doing? What am I doing? I'm, I'm typing into the wrong fucking search engine thing here. Uh, skill tree. Do they have a picture of it? There it is. <laughs> Let me, I'm just gonna put. A, I'm gonna put a, a still picture up, and th this doesn't even. It, there it is. There, there's the skill tree. Let me see if I can make this bigger. No, I can't. Make I mean, it bigger. I mean, to me, to me, like. I liked I liked I liked Diablo a lot, but Diablo is the same. It's the same game. Basically, what it comes down to is, 
if you like mindless grinding and and powering up and forever feeling forever feeling powerful, like the game works for you. Right. Right. Because that's how Diablo was. Like I remember watching someone play Diablo for like maybe like maybe like over a four week period or five week period, and he was like the Beastmaster guy, and he just kept specking out into like creature handling, and then. He basically had this giant pile of like wolves and dogs and spiders and shit around him. And he would just walk into a dungeon and just walk, he would just run around and then everything would just attack everything around him and he would never fire anything. It was the most hilarious shit ever, but it's super <laughs> OP and it looks super awesome. You guys really can't tell. It's really small and I'm trying to make it bigger, but uh, I can't. But if, if you can tell here, let me see if can I open this? Okay, that's a little bit better. Like each node, okay, you start right here on the screen where my where the cursor is, okay? You start right over here and then you start branching around the tree and 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 look at this thing. This thing is ridiculous. Okay? <laughs> it's it's absolutely ridiculous. I get so lost. I started playing with stars last night. I got to like level 9, and I think I spent like 6 points or whatever inside the skill tree. And I, I was zoomed in all the way, and I didn't realize how big this thing was. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, zoom out. And I zoomed out, and it was that zoomed out, zoomed out, zoomed out, zoomed out. And I was like, holy shit. I was like, what is this? It was so – I got – I played Albion Online for like a year and a half. I still play it every once in a while. And I'm like, that skill tree is insane. This one makes Albion Online look like a kid's playground. Like you're just like, what is all of this? I started looking at it. I did start looking at it, though. And, like, it's not crazy crazy, but it's, like, you have to, as you're going around the wheel clockwise, you have to start picking, like, what it is you like. Yeah, yeah. I started with. going towards more damage dealing, right? It was all damage. Like, the first four specs I did was all damage. 10% damage, 12% more damage, 10% on top of that, 10% damage. It's like, okay. What what percentage is it going to be when I go all the way around to the other things? Yeah. Be like one thousand times the damage of your, of of your weapon, only if you have this stone on it, though, right? Yeah, but the but the the amount of customization in that game for every weapon, every piece of gear, what magical properties you can give it, like is full blown nutty. Like you could actually make the guy exactly how you want him. I, I, I like the exactly. game. I like the game from that aspect, but I also there's a couple things I don't like about the game, right? And the, and a couple things I don't like about the game is everything is on the ground. When you kill everything, everything's on the ground. And on 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 PC, it's much simpler because you can take your mouse and you just highlight over the click thing and you just click on it and take what? it. In Xbox, okay, it's very cumbersome because you have to write analog over everything, okay, and. I didn't really know that when I first started, and our buddy has been playing it for two weeks. He didn't know that until last night when we were playing it, and then I think you mentioned it to him, okay? And he was like, what? You can hover over stuff? Because he was, like, trying to yeah. get his character and trying to, like, right. circle over the thing to, to get over it. And it was it was. Well, just... I, was using, I was just using my left, right. my, the right analog, and I was moving the choices down. And then what I don't like about the game is, okay, it's hack and slash, hack and slash, hack and slash. You just mutilate everybody, and when you find the things you want to pick up, you pick it up. But then you're constantly in your in your backpack system, right? And you're moving shit around to make things fit in your backpack. And then you're like, what do I need? And then as soon as you kill the next person, something drops you like, and you pick it up, and then you start looking again, and then you start comparing. Weapons, all right, do I need this or this? Do I want this or this? 
it almost becomes more of a manage inventory system game than it does the actual adventure yes. game that it is. Y yes, but your but you your problem is is you're a hoarder. Oh yes, you want want everything. Yes, and since this game doesn't have any gold, right? Okay, and you only want to use the weapons that you actually are using. Then you have to learn to like just skip over everything. Like yeah, not but, mine, it's not mine. Yeah, don't but, care, but, not mine, but then I pick up then I pick up a chess piece, right? It's like level ten. And you're like, oh damn, I'm level six. And you're like, well, I gotta keep this on me. And you're like, I'll just keep it on me. And I put it in my backpack. And then I run down the thing and all of a sudden I pick up a level ten sword. I'm like, oh, I need that. And I'm like, I don't have room. And I I, I start dropping stuff and I'm like, ah my OCD and my brain is freaking out because I'm like, I want this dagger. I want this sword, but I can't use this dagger. I have no room. There'll always, and then I have to drop always stuff. be another one. There always. I know, be another but one. it's like that one time. The game's not for you then. I, one time back then, remember I, I that, found that, that sword game, that, that I never found again, right? And then it's not for you. Then the slots that are on there, it's too early in the game to know what red, yellow, blue. What do I want for my guy? Do I want two reds and a blue? Do I want a green and a yellow? Like, I don't know yet. I don't know it yet. Comes with the experience of the game. Oh, I get it's it. It's not the minute you play it. No, I know. You don't start the game and it goes. This is how you become super OP. That's not how it is. No, I understand that. Play the game. And the other... however, the business model of that game is free to play. Yes. But we looked. But we looked inside the store. It was of that ridiculous. Game. Can you can you bring that up? No, I don't. I don't have. I don't have. Uh, uh, able to bring that. To bring I that went, up. We, I went down to the um, legendary category. I believe the price tag was three hundred and ninety nine dollars. Three three ninety nine ninety nine. Right, three ninety nine ninety nine. It gets you like a hundred thousand points. It, get, it gets you four thousand points. No, it gets you four, it gets you four thousand points, and then it oh. gives you like full set of armor, the thing. But armor and stuff, it's just it's just cosmetic. It's all cosmetic, right? Everything in there is cosmetic. You get like a floating sword. You get like a pet. You get like a, a summoning thing. You and I'm like four hundred dollars though. That, that's what I don't understand about. This is a deeper conversation, right? This is a deeper conversation, like. People are like free to play, man. It's an awesome game, and they bitch about a thirty dollar game like a Sea of Thieves or like a State of Decay or or, or something like that. Sea of Thieves not thirty dollars. Sorry, sixty dollar game. Destiny's content for expansion for twenty bucks. Everyone's like, that's too much money, man. Not enough content. Not enough content. Not enough content. But then you get to these free to play games. These free to play games is awesome because the few fund for the many. Right, there's some guy out there you know that it's paid four hundred dollars. No matter, how, no matter how you look at it, even if you're considering this a business model, no matter how you're looking at it, you are preying upon people psychologically. Yes, it's it's shitty business model. Okay, they know they can make more money by nickeling diming over a long period of time than they can charging you sixty dollars for the game and you saying right up in front, I don't think the game's worth sixty dollars. Right. It's 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 just weird because it's like someone says I don't want to spend I don't want to spend thirty dollars on a game I don't want to spend sixty dollars on a game because there's not enough content but then you come across the Path of Exiles and everything in the game you can get everything in the game it's like the War War Warframe model you can get everything in the game by just grinding out the game okay now I'm assuming it does the exact same thing I don't know I haven't played it as long but I'm pretty sure you can only have a certain amount of heroes or g characters. And then you have to three unlock. Slots. You only have three slots, right? I think it's three slots. And if you buy the full package, you get unlock more slots or, or or whatever it is. It's it's just weird to me, right? Like think about that. You could pay four hundred dollars, right? There, 
there's sixty dollar packages, there's thirty dollar packages for Exiles, but there's a four hundred dollar package. No, 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 of course there's there's lower, for, for, there's for the game. And I'm just like, who's buying that? Who looks at that and says, yeah, that's a good deal. It's a free to play game, and I really want that armor, so I'm gonna pay four hundred dollars for it. And I know there's people out there to do it. Those are the same people that would go to Fortnite and spend four hundred dollars. They would spend four hundred dollars on the skins in Battle Royale, but they wouldn't pay sixty bucks for the P or forty bucks for the PVE version of the game. You know what I'm saying? Like there's not Listen, enough I, there's not enough content in the single player game or the or the online game, but I'll pay sixty dollars. Yeah, it has to do with your upbringing and like how you feel about certain things. Like my value for money is different than maybe somebody else's. Okay, and maybe you like it so much that it's worth more money to you than it is to another person. That's completely fine. But what I find disturbing is, you know, not every person that's making that choice is making that choice willfully. It's either a spontaneous purchase or it's a mom's credit card thing for some kid. And it's a nickel and dime thing over a period of time. And 20, 30 bucks over over a three or four month period of time. Not really a big deal. But then if you actually look back on it, you see how mom's credit card's being dinged for $150 or $200 for the last 18 months just on that one game. Then you start to ask questions like, where is that? What What's going on? Like, it, it's, it's, it's their way of battling the fact that they think that games need to be cost more money. Like, right. that's, the, that's the battle. So if, I'm, if I can put this out here in this, if I can put this business model into the public eye, then it's basically... Uh, survival of the fittest. Right. If you're smart enough to understand the business model, you'll pay accordingly. If you're someone that's susceptible to psychological manipulation, or you're just spontaneous or OCD or whatever, too bad. Too bad. We're, I, I'm only trying to make a living. I put the product out there. It's not my fault how they act about it. Like that's right. that's how they wash their hands of it. It just seems a little shady. I, it just seems a little shady. I kind of I kind of think that all games. And this goes back to weeks and weeks, months, and maybe a year ago when I, I started talking about game game fans, game companies don't need millions of people to play their game. They don't need millions of people to play. They only they need— want I, I, They want millions. They want They want more people because the percentage of people playing is more money in their pocket if, if it's—on these free games, on these free-to-play games, right? If they get, if they get 100,000 people to play, and not all the time— not concurrent. If they just get 3,000, 5,000 people concurrent to play their game, okay? And out of those 5,000 people or 10,000 people, you know, 100 people buy a microtransaction in their game, they're good, man. They're good. They're they're making it. I mean, look look at the stuff that's happening, right? Look at all the successful games that are making money right now, okay? Epic Games, Fortnite, Free Battle Royale, right? They charge $40 or $30 for their, for their PvE. They're just charging off skins, man. They've made a tournament... For, and they're giving away a hundred million dollars. Okay, if they're giving away a hundred million dollars, how much money do you think they've created? Okay, if they're giving out a hundred million dollars in prize money over the next two years, okay, that's that's it's ridiculous, right? Look at Warframe. Warframe's business model—they're making bank, man. They're, the company's expanding. They have a big big studio. They're, they're constantly updating the game. And then there's companies like Bungie, right? Who says, well, we need to charge microtransactions so we can we can we can charge for the for the for the live updates. Okay. And then you look at a, at a company like like Rare, right? And they're doing live updates. They're doing weekly updates, they're doing monthly updates, and they charged one price of sixty dollars, and you didn't even have to buy that. You could pay for the game pass, 
okay, which is 10 bucks a month, okay, and play for $10 a month if you just play that game, okay, and they're still making money. They're making money and they're bringing content in for free, right? How is that possible? How is one company, okay, that can just give constant free updates and constant free information, okay, and not charge a dime, and there's other people going, well, we need to charge for this because we can't afford to create content for this game. Like, what what is it? Pick, pick a side. Right. Pick a side. Well, here's the other thing. If 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 the majority of the big boy companies are going towards games as a service, and God, I which hate they that all, phrase. Which they all are. Okay? If they're all going games as a service, and so this game isn't, isn't played and finished anymore. We play the game. We have a good time with it. There's a, there's a file of people that play it. There's another group of people that buy it. Another file of people that buy it. And then it ends. Game ends. I've seen it. I played it. I put it on my shelf. I win. Okay. More Winner. and more games are games as a service now. Right. So how much? How many people are you thinking are playing all these games as games as a service when they're constantly rotating around? If there's another game coming right. out, I'm constantly rotating around trying to play these games. Now, I like them. But how do I maintain? How do you maintain? You don't. How do I maintain can't. these games? I can't stay in all these you games. You can't. You can only pick one or two, to to dive in and give. I would say like people two hundred, five hundred hours. Yeah, but people people were bitching in, in in like Battlefield when the populations went to like a hundred thousand people. Were like all these servers suck. Right, there's not right, enough there's people nobody on. playing the uh, game. Like a hundred thousand people <laughs> playing. What do you mean the right. the, the servers suck? Like. Right. So what do you think happens where every game out is now a multiplayer online continuous service games as a service model, and everyone's like, "Well, where are all the populations at?" Right. Well, everyone likes different shit. So today's Tuesday. What what's Tuesday for everybody today? Right. We got we got X number of people playing Battlefield. We got X number of people playing Overwatch. We got X number of people playing. You know, it's you're going to run out of population. You don't have a steady population for all these games. It's not possible to have a healthy population for all these, especially if they're running concurrent. Right. <laughs> right. It's not like one game comes out, they wait 18 months, and then another game comes out. That way you've played it enough and it's over, right? These games are coming out month after month now. Games live as a service. Everything, every, like, everything's oh, everything's okay. live service. Everything's a live service now. I don't know, man. I think I think we're headed towards a little bit of a more of a, a retreat. We'll see how this year plays out after E3. I want to see how many games are coming out like that. You know, man, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to, I don't know what to. It, Tally just put another one in 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 chat. If you guys click the link, that's another Diablo style Path of Exile type game. Listen, right? If they're copying, it's working. If you're seeing copycats, the business model is working. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it it looks good. That that looks good. But it's just like I can't, I can't, I just don't understand, and I'll never, I never will understand. I'll never understand someone bitching about a sixty dollars game that says it's stupid, it's boring, it's got no content, right? And they're done with it within a hundred hours, and then they'll buy a free to play game but spend four thousand dollars on it and be okay with it over the two years, right? Whatever. So it makes over two years, whatever, right? And I'm just like, uh, okay, I, I just don't get. It. I get it. There's a fan. Like if you're a fan of a game. Right, you like things of the game or a movie or a book. You'll go out and buy the next book, or you'll like if you're a Star Wars fan, you you, you might buy a souvenir cup, and then you might buy a sweater, and then a T-shirt, and then you might someone might buy you some slippers or something, and then you might buy a toy, and because you you're a fan of that game and, and, and or of that of that IP, so you start yeah. buying stuff for it. But when it comes to Speak. video games, when it comes to video games, physical stuff is one thing. But video games, not only do you not own the game anymore, because even if you buy a $60 game, 
Okay, it's full-fledged price, $60, and you own the physical disc because it's an online service game, and you put that disc if in. If they decide to shut it down. Right, if they decide to shut those servers down, done. Right, like I, I could plug in my old Nintendo right now and play every single game that I own because none of them are online. All the games that I have right now, even the ones that are single-player, still need to talk to the online service, okay, and I can't play some of the games, right? Like, I can't play Disney Infinity. I bought it oh, back in the day. Knowing that my when my kid grows up, I was like, oh, he'll think these are cool. The figurines, you put them on the thing. You, you can't get on the servers anymore. They, they shut down the company. They shut down the thing. It's like it's got gone, right? I can't get on. I've tried to update it. I've tried everything. I'm like, well, I guess that's it then. Until they do backwards compatibility and bring it back on to, to something, I can't play the game. And I bought the physical co- the physical thing where you sit them on the actual podium, right? I got the physical actual things. And I don't feel as bad because I still have the, the little figurines, right? They're still cool to look at, and I collect them or whatever else. But I can't play them in the game; they're gone. But it was a but it was a fad, right? They ran with it. It didn't work out well because they like saturated. There was too much money or whatever. But everyone who wanted them got them, right? And now you can't play it no more, right? I, I understand about merch like that, Tally. Like you buy stuff and you physically have it. Like you have the mug, you have the shirt, you have the figurines, you have the posters, the, the comic books, whatever it is. And that's cool because you're a fan. And you're like, I want to support this because I like this. But when yep. it comes to digital media now and you buy the digital copy of the game and then you buy microtransactions within that game. I mean, look at, look at again, Destiny, year one. If you bought anything from the Eververse in year one, Destiny year one or the first three years, it's gone. You can't play it, right? If you bought it on Monday on Destiny 1, you just bought Destiny 1, right? Destiny 2 is coming out on a Tuesday. You bought it and you went to the Eververse and bought a Sparrow or something. You're like, hey, all right, I got this. And then all of a sudden Destiny 2 comes out and you're like, wait, I can't I can't bring – I just bought it yesterday. I just spent money yesterday and I right. can't it's, use that it's stuff a, today. It's a, it's, a temporary, it's a temporary item for a temporary game. Right. So you're only enjoying it for the amount of time that the game is running, but not for your time. Right. Not for what you want to enjoy it for. That's <laughs> see that's why that's why a lot of things I don't purchase because unless I know I can bring it over or it's something that I can have if it's it's mine, then I just feel like I it to me in the way I think that it's I'm throwing money away on something that's not mine. Right? I can't I can't own it. Right. I, I'm spending money just to spend the money. Now I get it. You're a fan. You, you there's there's stuff to buy. Right. But if it's a games as live as a service and they decide to shut it down, then there's no options. Nothing. There's no option. We're just moving on to the next thing. Yep. And that's that's what that's what bugs me about any game that that kind of as we as we transition this a little bit. Like if 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 you're a big fan, I, I'm a, I'm still a big fan of Destiny, right? I'm still a big fan of Destiny. But when they when they abandoned Destiny one and then started over. I felt like they literally shit on three years of my time, right? Even though the same game is continuing on, the characters continuing on, the story is continuing on, but my story is not continuing on. It got reset and rebooted. And I have like amnesia, and I forgot that I had everything beforehand, right? And I have a feeling, I have a feeling they're going to do the exact same thing again when it comes to Destiny Three, right? They're going to do the exact same thing with Destiny Three. They're going to be like, uh, well, uh, at the end of Destiny Two, you 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 got kicked in the nutsack okay or you got vag punched and so hard that your brains shot out of your brain and you got knocked out and you, and you don't know anything anymore and then destiny 3 starts and you have no light again and then all those all the things are stolen again because the moth people from the fucking uh the the diamond spaceship came and wiped everything and now you have to start back over again it's like seriously so now we have to take six years of our time and be like well 
But that's I'm what it, it's 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 disrespectful to gamer your gamer time. It's like uh, yeah, I know I've wasted. First of all, I don't say wasting, right? I like to spend my time playing video games. It's you want to call it a hobby, or you want to call it a passion, or whatever it is, whatever <laughs> it is that that makes you want to play. I get it, right? But when it when when they disrespect your time, like when you say when, when you when you hold the flag up and you say. We're going to take you through an epic story. You're going to follow your character. They said these things. Right. They, you're going to follow your character. And then immediately after the first first anthem is over, not, not, not the game, but the first anthem of Destiny is over, and we're moving on to the next chapter, then everything's forgotten. We're moving on to the next thing. It's like, what about this epic story of my character that I was supposed to care about and it's, follow through? Yeah. It's like, there's no following anyone. You don't give a shit about that guy. That's, you're just some other guy. That's it. The same thing happened now with Star Wars, right? Same exact thing, right? 30 years of your life, you know what Luke Skywalker is and stuff, and then you get to The Last Jedi, and the director just just takes a big deuce right on your chest, right? And says, fuck you, doesn't matter what you thought of for 30 years, it's out the door, right? Well, because because the mentality is, it's not for you. They're trying to they're trying to put it to the, the younger kids, so they buy the merchandise, and they watch the movies like we did when we were younger. Problem is... You guys have no idea what the hell you were doing, right? And and the I merchandise just... train, the merchandise train never started. It never started. If, if they did the movie, all the shits in the store, and everyone was like this: <laughs> "Fuck your toys, right? Right? Fuck your soap dishes. I, Fuck your towels. Your I just T-shirts, feel... your toilet seat covers." Re- remember right? what I said, though. Forget about it. Remember when Bungie started giving out fucking scented candles and all that stuff, and I went, "This is going down a bad road." Right, because now they're trying to capitalize on the merch stuff and not worry about the game stuff. Remember that? I was like, "Oh, there's a fucking bathrobe for Destiny 2. That's it. They've 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 sailed off the ship. Right? They're just like, "Up, oh, we now have they they've now think about this. Think about this. I'm gonna. I, it's a far fetch, but I'm comparing it right now. I'm comparing Destiny, not Destiny 2. I'm comparing Destiny." to what Star Wars was back in the 70s, okay? That did it for movies, and Destiny is doing it for video games as far as... It's still early, right? But when Destiny came out, nobody knew what the fuck it was, right? They didn't understand it, and the the fans of Destiny are hardcore fans, right? It doesn't matter what happens. It doesn't matter how many times they screw something up, okay? The fans are still there for Destiny. And... They're they're rampant, and Destiny Bungie said, "You know what? We have really good fans here. It's time to make the bathrobes and the Christmas decorations, right? Just like George Lucas did with Star Wars back in the day. He's like, let's monetize everything: make toys, make candles, and shirts, and bathrobes, and baby diapers, and everything else." And Destiny looked at their fan base and was like, "We have we have some rampant fans here. We should make anything. What can we make? Let's make some scented candles. Let's make some some things out there. There's gonna be some guy out there that's gonna love." The scented candles. Oh, women are going to eat that up. Let's make a onesie. Let's do the keychains. Let's do all this stuff. And when they started doing that, I said it on this show. I said, oh, they're going down a slippery slope when they come out with this stuff. I was like, that means they're not paying attention to the game. They're trying to They're trying to do something. And you can tell already in the lore of the game, it's already shit on you. We don't even pay attention to our own lore. Okay? Games like Destiny that are like Halo, like Gears of War, like all those, if you're going to be a 10-year type of game and type of, keep your stories going, okay, Pay attention to your own stories, okay? And don't screw me over, okay, by taking something that I actually paid for. Here we go. We're coming back around to the microtransactions and stuff. Don't take shit away from me and take my grind of time or money that I've put towards your game. And if you're a 10-year game, you're continuing on, 
and then shit on it and say we're going to start over and we're going to reset stuff. That that rubs me the wrong way on how they do that. And more games yeah. are doing that now. More games are doing that now. There's another game that I played, okay? We're going to skip to Dauntless, right? It's a it's a free-to-play game, another free-to-play game. It's a Monster Hunter clone, right? It came out um let me bring up some some footage here. All right, this is just the trailer of 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 Dauntless. <clears throat> um so this is this is the cartoon. It looks like it sort of looks like um, uh, fable type of uh, character drawn stuff, right? It looks good. I think it's. It, I, I like it. I've been playing it. I've played about six hours of it so far. It looks polished. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's how, fun. How are, the, how are the mechanics? Mechanics are good. It's only on PC, all right. So mouse and keyboard, you're clicking and stuff. You have your little combos that you do. The monsters are not as hard, okay, as Monster Hunter, okay, but. They they're good, man. I mean, I like. How it. long is it? How long has this game been out? It just came out. It just the beta release. It's open beta now for everybody. It hasn't even released yet. Well, you see what I'm talking about? Like, if a game works like Monster Hunter, and they saw that they saw the rush towards it, especially since the Monster <clears> Hunter <throat> base was there, a copycat of a good game will get a piece of the pie. That's what right. they're hoping for. This is this is a casual Monster Hunter, right? Like mo- this. This is not a competitor to Monster Hunter in any way, shape, or form. There's so much depth into Monster Hunter. Um, now, not to take away anything from Dauntless, right? Um, this is not a competition, a straight-up competition. This is how, – how can I put this? This is like uh, – When you said Dauntless, though, I thought you were talking about that movie. What, oh, no, that, no, no. That, that, yeah. That crazy-ass movie with that chick I so, thought you were talking about. So this is not like there's, – there's like high-end – things right? and then there's the the knockoff copies of things right and there's going to be people that like the knockoff stuff and there's going to be people that like the, you know some people buy gucci purses right and then other people buy you know the ones off of canal street in new york which are not real gucci purses they just want to look like they're they're having a gucci purse dauntless still has a good mechanics has a lot of armor and weapons that you can customize and upgrade and and you can put bits and pieces on you just like monster hunter but just the the whole fact of it is it's not as in depth as monster hunter like monster hunter you can start sort of like the skill tree right the skill tree in in uh in path of exiles monster hunter has a skill tree with all these different weapons and what you want to do and how you want your perks and all this stuff dauntless in the six hours that i've played I, maybe it has that but i haven't got to that point yet um i've created like I think I've unlocked like six different pieces of armor, six different pieces of weapons. Uh, and then there's microtransactions. Microtransactions in the game, that's how they pay for the skins. Like if you want the really cool skins, you have to pay microtransactions, which is fine. Well, it's the free-to-play. I can play this game until I'm blue in the face and, and enjoy every single bit of it. Or I can spend a little bit of money and go, thanks, devs, for making this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy one skin. You know, it's worth 10 bucks, 11 bucks, whatever it is. All right. Well, speaking of passionate, passionate fans, let's talk about that first story. About Star Citizen, like let's talk about passion for a game. Let's talk about let's talk about this article. Star Star Citizen. Okay, if you guys don't know this one, right? Let me bring this up real fast. Star Citizen is charging. Star Citizen. Star Citizen is offering. Okay, Star Citizen is offering a twenty-seven thousand dollar add-on pack. Okay, twenty-seven thousand dollars. That's not a misprint. The, the decimal point's not missing. The comma's in the right spot. Okay, but technically it's $28,000 because you can't buy the $27,000 one until you spent at least $1,000 in the game already. Okay? $1,000 already in the game. 
Okay. So Star Citizen is offering 27,000. Here it is. Developers of the Cloud Imperium games is offering an expansive add-on pack, hugely ambitious PC space simulator, the Legacy Pack, as it's called. Comes with 117 ships and 163 extra things like upgrades, skins, and it costs $27,000. And that's not all. To even view the Legacy Pack in the store, you need to have already spent $1,000 on Star Citizen. And if you haven't, you get a 404 error code. For what it's worth, 117 is almost the total number of ships available in the game. Um, Where else does it say here? Now, Star Citizen is the most successful crowdfunding project of any kind in history. It raised more than $185 million. We've talked about it. We've talked about these stories multiple times over the years here on this on this podcast. It's brought in $35 million just in 2017 alone. Okay. This this game is the identity that doesn't know what it is. Because every time the guy who created this game looks at it and says, Yeah, $28,000, right? But right, right. $27,000's high, but I draw the line at $28,000, right? Like, this game is so. It, it, what's the word? It's like we made a game, Sarge. I, I've, I've never, like, I want a fighting I game. I want a fighting game. And they're like, well, I saw this fighting game, and it also had a spaceship. Spaceship? Okay. I want a spaceship in my game. Let's make that too. And they just keep adding stuff into yeah, the game. This, okay, two things are going to happen here. First of all, I've never been. I never thought I would see the day where there would be an elitist game. Where right, like, right. there's like the the oh, this is our game. And then you guys are down there playing your Street Fighter and your Destinies. And your Mario's like you guys are beneath us. Like this is Star Citizen. Right. This is a game of kings. This is the best like, game ever. Right. We we just throw we throw money seen. around because money is going to equate equate to the most awesome game ever. I think personally, I got. I'm sorry. I think this is the biggest scam that hasn't happened yet ever. Hey man, it looks good ever. Though. It's got big name actors in it. Ever. It's got big name actors. Ever. <laughs> I'm talking like the. It's got awesome game graphics. Ever. It's got the best story ever told, right? Listen, bro, Mark Hamill. Game... Mark Hamill's in this thing. Nobody knows what's in this game. All we know <laughs> is what they keep adding. Look, there That's he is. All we know. There's Mark Hamill. Look at that. Great. That's Great. that's totally worth twenty eight thousand. That's totally worth twenty eight thousand dollars right there. Okay, let, let's put it in perspective. Okay. Uh, I'm 16 years old. Someone tells me about a sci-fi adventure. I love sci-fi. I have, I have sci-fi pictures on my walls. Sci-fi everywhere. I gotta step out for a second. Keep talking. Okay. I've got sci-fi posters everywhere. Okay. They tell me about Star Citizen. It's a Kickstarter campaign. I can't wait. I can't wait. They talk the way they're talking it up. I'm like, this is gonna be my dream game. I, I my head is full of what this game could possibly be. What they keep showing me, and I and I throw my money at it saying I can't wait for this game that came out. Okay, so now now I'm 28. Okay, I'm 28 years old. I finished college. Uh the game hasn't come out yet. They're still asking for more money and then they put advertisements on for $18,000, $4,000 and a $28,000 pledge package for what you're going to get when the game comes out. Like, has anyone else with me on this one, how ridiculous it is? Like, I could be married and had kids by the time it took this game to actually come out. No, no, I'm not. I'm not explaining to you. I'm 16. I'm saying I'm giving you an example. If I was 16 when this game first started and I contributed to it. okay, um, it's almost 10. It's almost 10 years, eight years, eight and a half years. Like, what are we talking about? Okay. 
this game now is at a point where people who actually put money towards it in the beginning probably have families of their own and a mortgage. Like, when does this game come out? When, when does your passion for the game and the actual product that you actually purchased actually ship? Like, when, when, when does it happen? Like, is everyone hanging on desperately? We're all hanging. On. I, I can't. I can't let go. This game's gonna come out. I. I can't wait for it to come out. I swear it's gonna come out. Like, guys, please. At some point, you have to get the product that you're actually paying for, and this goes along with the rest of the games that are coming out, where they're all unfinished. It's the same thing. Everyone says, "Stop yelling at the game. Stop complaining. They're gonna fix it in a patch. They're gonna fix it in a patch." When it comes out, don't worry, they're going to fix it. Like, this is a normal sentence coming out of your friend's mouths when you're playing a game. Is the game done? No? Well, then I don't care about it, right? Is the game polished and finished? No? I don't give a shit. Like, when, why is it you you pay full price for a half-ass game, and you smile, and you wait for patches, and when the patches never come, then you're completely okay with it, so you just enjoy getting screwed and paying for it? Like, I, I'm pretty sure, like, that's the mentality. And so Star Citizen, uh, look, I, I could look at this all day. Matter of fact, you could just put this in a loop and pretend like it's a sci-fi show on Netflix. that Like a show that got canceled. We're just watching episodes of it. But it never comes out. It never comes out. When? When? You know, you said it in the, you said it in the chat already, Brain. You said that the brother left the company. After they made the $180 million, the initial $180 million dollars, for the for the Kickstarter thing, the brother just up and left out mysteriously. Just said, I "I'm done with this. I'm out." So what him and his brother did was they sat around. They came up with this idea. They put together a company. They built some stuff. They got backed. And when the brother found out that he got that much money from it, he took the money and left. And his brother's now left to have to actually make this fucking game that everyone's waiting for, right? His brother's on an island in Tahiti somewhere. He don't give a shit about Star Citizen, right? So now you got you got half the, you got the the one brother's like I he's 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 basically the only one with the conscience. I want it to work. Real, I want it to work. So now we're waiting for this game to come out. Real so quick, went, you you said it, it's been too long. It, it's it's only been four years. It's been four years since no. they started. Yeah, it's it's been four years. It came out two thousand fourteen. Right. That's when the that's when the no that's, that's not when the start, Kickstarter thing happened. No, that's when the Kickstarter thing happened. Yeah, it, it started in two thousand fourteen. They 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 were so ambitious with this game though. They kept adding stuff and adding stuff, but it's never going to get finished. They add they you can go on Steam and you can play this if if you paid I think uh, you had to pay like two hundred dollars to buy a ship or the, the I think the lowest ship you could buy was like a two hundred dollars ship originally to get in right. So that once the Kickstarter ended and then it was like a year and a half later they finally opened it up to the people that bought in on that on the Kickstarter right. So. Then they came out with different things. So then they came up with a little bit of story. They just had the flight simulator part of it. Then they had the other part of it. It's just a small little section of it. Then they keep showing you this. When and if. Could be at this E3. Could be at next E3. Could be at five E3s from now. When they say Star Citizen is coming out. It's going to be at least two years after that. Okay. Whenever they announce it at an E3. It's going to be two years after that. Mark my words. Okay. It's never going to be out. They're going to constantly be doing something something on top of it to make the game feel like it's better or more epic, even though it's No Man's Sky, right? 
at least No Man's Sky got the fucking game out, okay? And they're and they're making an update for multiplayer, and you get to play it on July twelfth this year, okay? That's only two years since they since they launched. These guys have been out for four years, and they have yet to show you a fucking full fledged game, okay? And I heard you when I was in the other room. They talking about games are not finished. We have to stop. Sea of Thieves is in this, okay? I love Sea of they're, Thieves. They're all in this, right? Sea of Thieves is in this. I love the Sea last, of Thieves, the last but it's not a complete game, game man. It's not a the complete game. The last completed game I know that was released was God of War. That's that's a complete game. Right. Right. State that's of Decay? That's the last complete game. State of Decay? It's not finished. Nope. It's got bugs galore. That's one sea thing. Sea of Thieves not finished. That's one thing that Destiny, not finished, right? Because it's an online service game. But that's one thing, right? Destiny... De- State of Decay is a completely different thing than Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves, there's not really that many bugs. There's bugs, right? The ship flails it's around. Polished, but there's no depth. Right, right. State of Decay is just terrible. State, as of, far K, as... State of Decay, concept good, not polished. It's a good game. It's a fun game. Not finished. But there's so many bugs. Not, not polished. So many bugs. Not polished. Well, I, I'm just, what I'm thinking is, is there is there a reserve, is there like a reserve float of money that sits in an account someplace that holds on to people until they're ready and then they release the game and they pay them back, right? Is there like a loan office bank somewhere that holds onto this money and they're like, you know what? We can't keep floating this loan. You have to release the game in any state it is now. We have to get some money back. And regardless if it's finished or not, the answer now is we can patch it. Right. We'll, we'll just patch it. So, <clears throat> no? I, like, I, can't, I, can't defend, I can't defend game companies that don't have a finished game. Sea of Thieves... I'll go up, I'll go about this. It's Xbox's way of setting out because they want games like Sea of Thieves where they're selling the Game Pass, right? And we'll see how we'll that, see how cracked that, that was the whole point. Right, right. That was the that, whole that's point. what I'm saying. We'll see. They wanted crack- all three games out. They right. wanted all three games we'll out see, by the pass. We'll see how Crackdown. Crack right. We'll see how Crackdown Three works as far as Delayed. update and stuff like that. But if it's Delayed an again. online service game, right, and you're and you have a, a Netflix type service of this uh, Xbox Game Pass, okay. You want people to come back as much as possible to play your game. So, let's just say all these... Maybe the whole game was done, okay? And then they say, you know what? Let's only give 20% of the game or 30% of the game. Put that out on day one. And then every month after, we'll release 10% for the next year. And then we'll finally get to, you know, for for, for the remainder of the year. And then we'll finally have a full-fledged game at the end of this year, okay? So, which would make sense, right? Because if there's... 30% 30% at the beginning of Sea of Thieves, and there's seven updates to the end of the year, okay? That makes 100% of a game, and the game is done. It makes you come back every month, 10 bucks, 10 bucks. So if they do that, right, they've now made an additional, right, it launched in March. So now they've made $100 off of you, or $80 off of you, where they would only make $60 off of you if you purchase it straight up, okay? So I get what they're doing with the... I get what Microsoft is doing with their games in-house trying to sell this Game Pass type thing. Now, I'm okay with Sea of Thieves doing what they're doing because people run amok through a game, okay? Like, if Sea of Thieves released, okay, and they had a full-fledged game and people played 250 hours of it, they'd be done with that game and the game would not exist anymore for the in, in pop culture or, or in the live stream service, okay, after a month, month and a half, okay? Right now... It's still alive, and every time some new content comes in, it gets that rejuvenation of the push of, hey, we're still here. We're still here. You know what I mean? So I get what they're doing. I don't agree with it, okay? 
Do I think Sea of Thieves is a fun game? Yes. Am I having fun playing it? Yes. Do I think it's a complete game? No, it's not a complete game. State of Decay. Am I having fun playing it? Yes, I'm having a blast playing it. Do I think it's a complete game? No. Complete game, does it have a story? Yes. Does it have all the stuff in the game? Yes. Is it flushed out and polished? No. It's not a complete game. It needs to go back to the drawing board and fix your shit. At least give us a day one patch to fix a lot of the stuff. These guys haven't done anything. They've they've gone zero. They've gone no man's sky on us. They've gone completely silent, and they haven't talked about any kind of patch fixes or anything for State of Decay, and it's already been out for almost two weeks now, right? It's like, what's happening here, guys? What's the happening? Same thing happened, exactly the same thing happened when the first one came out. Exactly. Right. They went completely silent. Exactly Which what happened perfect. the first time. Right. People are, are creatures of habit, right? Creatures of habit, right? Bungie's creatures of habit. They're going to do the exact same thing they did the whole through Destiny 1. They're going to do for Destiny 2. Undead Labs did it for, for State of K1. They're doing exactly the same thing for State of K2. Okay? They're creatures of habit. All these companies do it because it works. It works. Release stuff. Do the minimal, minimal viable potential of the game. Okay? It gives the most, the, the most uh, life back into it. Right? So I, I just it, – it hurts. It hurts the industry – when you do stuff like this, though, that if the game run, yes, yes. Why is it some of these AAA titles, though, like, you know, the game doesn't release until it's polished. Like when Halo released, it released done. When Halo released full-fledged game story, they released done. Not many. Maybe they had had to fix some things in the multiplayer. They did like a patch or something when they did uh, Warzone and whatnot. I get that, but done. And so maybe they were delayed. Yeah. But when it was released, it was done. So obviously it's okay to hang on to a game. You're floating alone or whatever it is you're doing. You know the game's going to sell. You know you got your backers. So why is it a constant half-ass of releasing a game and thinking, well, day one patch or whatever patch? Don't worry about it. The gamers are going to play it anyway. They're fucking monkeys. Like, that's how they treat you. Like, that's how how it is. Because if you release a game for $60 and you pay for it and it's not done— either because you didn't wait to see the reviews or or you didn't wait for nothing you just you just love the game and you threw the money down and we're done we're playing and you and you got screwed is is it supposed to matter to you i I would hope it would would you do this in your life any other way like in in any other thing in your life would you accept this anything can you imagine being in a restaurant the the guy comes out you order a beautiful steak with like a a side of mashed potatoes and some vegetables right And, and and you have this stuff but he comes out and he's like he just gives you the mashed potatoes, right? The steak and the vegetables are not on your plate yet. Just the mashed potatoes. And the mashed potatoes are kind of cold, right? They're not they're not totally what they said that they were gonna be. And you're like right. you're like, oh, okay, thanks. Where's my steak and my, and my ve- vegetables? Oh well, we're not done with that yet. We'll right. we'll bring them out when they're done. We'll bring them out when they're done. Right. And you're like, and then, then he'll then right. he comes out, picks up your plate, goes into the kitchen. Right. And then he comes out with the vegetables and now the warm potatoes because he warmed them up a little right, bit. Right, he warmed you know, them up. But you still don't ever say, but now you have vegetables. Right, right. now you have well, the thank vegetables. thank God you came back. Right. Thank, thank God you, you came back. Like, is this is this how it's supposed to be for everything? Like, you accept half-ass shit everything. for full price? I, I don't Here, think it's here's, a thing. Here's a car. We're going to give you the steering wheel and the brake. We're not giving you the gas pedal right now. You're just going to have to stick it in neutral and push it for a bit until we give you the gas pedal. It's like, what are you, what are you talking about, man? I want the full fucking car. I want the full fucking game. I want the full fucking meal. It, it's it's coming down to the fact that the only people that give a shit about their the the integrity of their own company are the indies because they don't have a fan base yet. So they make good indie games. Yes. They try to pick up a good fan base. Then they expand a little bit and make a better game until they get really picked up on. And then they make their big game. 
Okay. And then once you make it to the big time, it's easy. You can release whatever you want because you can do a patch later on. Well, You've made it to the big time. We'll, we'll Congratulations. See, we'll, see about, we'll see about CD Projekt Red with the with the Cyberpunk, right? We'll see what happens with that game. If they come out with two home runs in a row, right? It's it's almost like Rockstar, right? Rockstar created Grand Theft Auto 3. I mean, they had the other Grand Theft Autos, right? The above views. But when they came out with that home run of Grand Theft Auto 3 back on the PS2, okay? That was a home run. They they wrote their own future with that game, okay? And they've continued. They've continued to have a home run after home run after home run because their single-player game is complete. It's done. It's beautiful. And they added the online thing, and now, you know, so when Red Dead comes out, we'll see again another home run. You know what I mean? They're, they're constant. They're really good at what they do, and that's why we like them. We're, we're ready for them. You look at a game like Bethesda's Fallout, right? We like them. We like Skyrim. We like Fallout. But we also forgive them. We're like, eh, it's kind of glitchy. But that's Bethesda, right? Like that. We're right, okay. Yeah, Bethesda and their <laughs> oh, glitchy good, characters. Right, right. But look at the world. Right. It's so good. <laughs> right. And you're and you're okay with it. It's so companies need to give us. And the more people, the more people accept these early access, right? And it's the it's the the realm we live in now, right? Because of Twitch and Mixer and all these other places. Streamers want to play new games, right? Developers want to get their new games out to see what the buzz about their game. And by the time they get the early access and they get the game, they're like, the, the streamer plays the game. People watch the streamer. They're like, oh, that game looks good. What game is that? Oh, it's blah, 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 blah. It comes out. It's not out. It's early access, blah, blah, blah. They get signups. They get pre-orders. Okay. Then they go to the they, – they finally get it. It's not done, right, because they're just like, oh, we'll, we'll release it early. It, you play it for a year, but it's not out yet. And then it actually releases, and by that time, you're done. Right. Think about that for a second, because now the developers like, well, we're done working on it because no one's playing it anymore. And we've already made our money on it because we play they We they de developed a non finished game and people loved it for a year. Right. And everyone's like, yeah, no, this sounds good. Let's, let's do that. Like I, I Fortnite, Fortnite gets me, man, because people are just like they're blinded. They're blinded by the beautiful colors of Fortnite. OK, Fortnite is put in. It's it's a beta game. Right, it's in beta, beta form, alpha form, whatever form it is. It's not, it's not released. Okay, you wouldn't know that though, not the way with the hype train. Right, about. BR. This is an actual, this is an actual game that's out. Right, BR. Okay, is changing every week. Every week they add something new, they take something out. They add something new, they take something out. They add something new, they take something out. It's broke, it's over P, whatever, whatever it happens. Right, and people are okay with this because they're like, oh, well, they're still adding content. It's new content, and I'm like, don't you get it? You're a tester. You're testing this game out for them. They're throwing stuff up to see what's going to stick, okay? They throw in game modes. You play the game modes, okay? And I understand people are having fun. But if you're going to have fun, don't buy the skins, right? Don't buy the skins because that's what's funding this thing. They can do whatever they want now. You've just you've just justified everything they do. And then everyone in the industry is looking at this going, well, that's fucking brilliant. Make one right. map. Wait, one map, you make 10 characters, okay? You make 10 skins. guns, right? And just keep skins. popping in skins and just keep whatever you feel like. What do you want to do today? Well, why don't we uh, why don't we make a skateboard with rockets on it and then shoots uh, golf balls and some tennis balls on it? Brilliant. Let's do it. Oh, this game is awesome. Did you see the skateboard they brought in with the tennis balls? And then you can shoot the – and everyone's like, oh, this game is awesome. It's bravo. And it's like, what? It's – it's an alpha, man. It's a beta. If this released, if this was 
let's rewind now, like five years ago, if Fortnite came out and released the BR with just one map and all these things and then said, well, you have to pay for everything else. It's because it's free. Everyone loves it. But if you paid for the game and then they came out with other things, all right, and then they started adding stuff, you'd be like, wait a minute, why wasn't this in the game in the first place? Why wasn't this game in the, in the game in the first place? Why are we adding it now? Why did you take that other thing out, right? But people are blinded. They're blinded by it because they're like, oh, this is great. This is beautiful, right? Half the people don't even know why they like Fortnite, right? They're playing the same thing over and over. It's the exact same thing. It's not different every single time. It really isn't because everyone's a creature of habit, right? You're going to build that tower up to the same fucking thing. You're going to build the two ramps up to the house. You're going to hide behind the house. It looks different, but it's not different, right? And it's the same thing, and there's no content in the game. There's no story. It's fun. There's but no it's fun. It's fun. So is it's so fun. is masturbating, right? And uh, so, like, it just keeps doing the exact same thing over and over. And there's no story. Now they are adding a type of story uh, in there. Excuse me. Excuse me. There is a story because the actual game, right? The actual is my game story. has a premise, right? It's a cooperative. Oh, you're talking about the PVE survival. Yeah, you're game talking about the PVE saving humans. Yeah, that's the actual. Yeah, you're game. saving the world. You're saving the world. I like that part of the of the game, right? Because there's, at a whole, that game's almost complete, right? They still have to add more story stuff. They're they're missing a lot of story, okay? But that game's a grind, and that game is justifiable a video game, okay? Minus the loot llamas that you have to pay for if you don't want to wait, okay? Because there's time gated stuff in there you have to wait. But the game itself, you buy the game, you play the game, you can play two hundred hours and still have stuff to do in the game. That's a video game. Their BR model is brilliant, and I'm not mad about it. I'm mad about what they're what the us the gamers are doing to the industry. We're literally burning the industry down in video games. Watch when Call of Duty comes out and they do this black the the the, the blackout thing, okay? And then other ones start doing the BR, and there there's just no game there. You're gonna have ten fucking BR games, right? So that's just ten maps, right? And even if they add more maps. Whoop de doo. Okay, it's not a full fledged game. It's not a full fledged game. There's no story. There's no. There's no. But no one, there's but, no layers but, but to in, it. But in defense of everything else, bro, the, no one was playing the story according to statistical data that no one proved. That no one plays the story. The only reason why they're playing Call of Duty is for the multiplayer maps, and not because you put BR in it. It's definitely the reason why they're playing it. I, we're we're gonna see a study of this end of the year, maybe two years from now. People are gonna be like, well. Uh, ages from 13 to uh, 15 have all failed high school because of uh, of battle royales because they're just going to be obsessed with the, the game and they're just going to all drop out of high school or whatever and we're going to have a bunch of idiots in the world running around. I'm telling you because they don't even know why. This is the mind. This is different than Minecraft, right? Minecraft was a phenomenon, but at least Minecraft taught you things, right? It, it did. It taught you things. There's things in there that are they're used for educational purposes in school today. Okay, no one's going to be using Fortnite as an educational tool. Okay, unless unless it's a zombie apocalypse. The only thing that Fortnite's going to be in school for is being banned for being played in school, which I think it already is in, mo in in some schools. Like they've just banned Fortnite. If you're caught playing Fortnite, they take your phone away or whatever. Right. So I don't like where the industry's going with this BR stuff. I don't. I don't like it. I don't like it where it's going with the free to play games and we pay four hundred dollars for a skin thing. Okay, I don't like that. I don't like that the microtransactions on, on mobile games is a free-to-play game. You're playing Candy Crush or whatever else that's out there, and someone racks up a bill of $10,000 off a mobile phone that's free, right? And you're just like, I don't understand where we're going with the industry, and people don't care. People don't care. 
just like they don't care about their, their their senators and mayors and everything else, they don't care about what video games now. They're trying to escape real life in the world of video games, and they're burning down video games, okay? And they're shitting on their own industry that they love, and it's it's becoming a bad place. I know I'm going in a deep rant here, but it is. The, the, the video game industry is going down a slippery slope with these microtransactions, free-to-play, purchase all the content of all the things separately, $60 is too much for a video game, but yet $30 for a skin is okay with me. I don't get it. I just don't get it. I don't get it. I will never get it. I will never spend one fucking cent on a microtransaction if I can't own, own it. it and earn it in-game. Okay? See if these are not microtransactions? I will sail 20 hours to buy one fucking pet if I have to because that's what I want to do. I will not spend $10 on a digital character. Pay, they, they, there's no, there's no patience anymore. It's instant gratification. I want it now. Okay. And if you think about the way the BR thing is structured, the minute that you're out of the game, you can be in another game because instantaneously, because your attention span right. is like this. Well, but because the game, you don't have to wait for the game to be over because there's already the other, the other 48 people or 38 people that have already died are already starting a new game. Correct. So it's a constant cycle of games. You could be playing like eight or nine games <clears> an hour. I, I read an article recently, Sarge. It said, I, I just did this on my stream the other day. That the attention span of our kids nowadays, on seconds, how many seconds do you think an attention span is of our children? Uh, well, I'll, I'll go with like 15 seconds, 20 seconds. Six seconds. Oh, I'm sorry, again? Six seconds. Six seconds, come on. Six seconds. Do you know what a goldfish, do you know what a goldfish attention span what? is? Yeah, exactly. What? Do you know what a goldfish attention span is? Seven seconds. Se Seven seconds. We've now beaten the goldfish. The thing that does this. <laughs> we've now we've now beaten that as the short attention span. Oh, is it nine seconds? Well, even better, even better, Atomic. It's got it's it's nine seconds. So there you go. Now I think Atomic brought it up in my channel the other day. In two thousand, they did an average study of what the attention span of of adults were, or kids, or teenagers, and it was at twelve seconds. Is that 12 seconds in 2000? 18 years later, we've now beaten our record. Congratulations, everybody. It's now six seconds. Six seconds. So hold on a second. Sorry, I can't. Oh, hold on a second. Wait a second. I, I just, I, I, I want, I want this industry to thrive and grow into a, a, the direction that it's supposed to, which is going to be eventually VR gaming and like in, immersive gaming. That's where it's going to go. When it, when VR, BR. VRBR. Yeah. Like yeah, that's where it's going to go. But like the the fact that we justify the amount that we pay for a game that's not complete and see, and, and it's okay with it and there's no there's no one out there saying to you like you're a moron. Like there's no one out there saying, "Well, I'm going to do what I want with my money. You shut the fuck up." Like I get that. You want to do what you want with it. But just the other day you were like, "This game isn't worth 50 bucks. I wouldn't give a nickel to this game." But meanwhile, you got the game for free six months later, and you now put over $400 into right. it. But you still weren't paying attention to it, but right. that was okay. So as long as the money is stretched out over time, the value's worthwhile to you as opposed to what the game is actually worth. Like, it's it's going to be a problem, right? Between, it is a problem. Between, game, between games as a service, games free to play with microtransactions, and... Uh, what do they what do they call it? Service based gaming, where you're like you're paying a monthly fee, yeah, like because that's what they want to like go. World of Warcraft, right? and stuff like that, yeah. Well, because because if you have two or three million people, 
paying you 10 bucks a month <laughs> regardless reg regardless i'm playing yeah. games yeah. right everyone's paying 10 bucks and you know it's not going to say at 10 dollars if it catches on it'll go up to 20 you know it will be because 20 dollars is like the magic number right right so let's just three three or four million people at 10 bucks a pop every month think how much money that the game company the 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 owner of the <clears throat> system is putting is, is getting right so i guess i guess microsoft's master plan of not having single player games is to create a games service get a bunch of people to finally pay into games of service and then finally start their company up to actually develop games like where the fuck have they been this entire time for developing games how come microsoft is in like limbo when it comes to first player games here's the funny part another, another thing elder scrolls online right i almost started playing it again when it first it came out, when it first came out it was a monthly payment it was a monthly payment, and everyone's like, fuck that. I'm not paying a monthly payment for that game, right? So they said, okay, so you have to buy the game, and you can play as much as you want, okay? But there's co there's cosmetics in the game, and you have to pay real money for it. They were going to charge $10 a month for, for the for the service. So it's $120 a year to play Elder Scrolls Online. It's a monthly thing. I paid for Star Wars Galaxies and any other MMO back in the day, right? You play it. And you're okay with it because you're like, okay, I'm playing this game. Okay, I paid $40 for the game. I'm paying $10 or $15 a month for each of the things. Okay, and now people, they didn't want to pay $10 a month, but instead the average person is paying, I think I think it's like $15 to $17 a month now on a free-to-play game. All right, they don't have to pay now. They don't have to pay. But because they want the cosmetics or the, or the, the, the new mounts or whatever it is, they pay for it. And that's just funny to me. The same people that were bitching that they didn't want a monthly payment because they would never do a subscription model, okay, are still spending what they would spend on a subscription model for digital content that would have been in the game for them regardless for, you know, for them to earn. And I just don't get it, right? It's a it's a whole thing. Has too much to do, crazy depth in every every level of gameplay. Yeah, and they added and, and then they charge for the new for the new DLC, right? They charge the new DLC, which is cool, right? And they still charge for microtransactions. Everyone's like, I'm up. I'm not paying anything for this fucking monthly thing. Ooh, is that a is that a unicorn? What is that? Twenty bucks? Oh, I'll buy that. No problem. Oh, it needs a saddle. Oh, is it five dollars? Oh, I'll take that. Right, and now they're up to twenty five dollars, where they would only pay ten if this was a subscription model. Okay, and they would have all the unicorn and everything because but, but, they would pay in game see, currency for that. Right, but don't you see that that's that's the wedge? Don't you see how that's going to be? They they set up they set up the games as a service model. Okay. And they set it up where you're going to be paying into a game with microtransactions, and maybe that's not a full price game, but it is a full price game, and it's got microtransactions. Yeah. Or they tell you that well, if you only give us ten dollars a month, you can get all these games to play, and then once you're in for ten bucks a month, then you're not thinking that I spent any money for that <laughs> game, and now you'll buy microtransactions when you're in the game as a service. See, see, it, it seems like to me that that's the power play. That's we that's don't... what it seems like. That's the direction. It, they set it up to where you're aggravated about paying full price for a game and there's microtransactions, even though it's not pay to win. You're just mad that they're in there because you paid full price. Right. It should be free. And they say, sure, here's the free version. You get it. You, right. The game's is a service model. And now you're in. It's but like now you pay microtransactions. The, the, so like, the, the gaming companies are like parents and we're the kids. Right. They're like, hey, eat your broccoli. Right. And you're like, no, I'm not eating my broccoli. Screw you. And you're like, okay, all right, calm down. Right. And then instead they go, you know what? Don't eat your broccoli. It's okay. Right. And then they take your broccoli and they chop it up 
and they, they put it inside something else, inside your pasta, and they, they make it so small you can't tell. And you're like, go ahead and eat your pasta there, Billy. And you're like, fine, I'm going to eat my pasta. And then the broccoli's in there, and you're eating that broccoli. Okay? They're, they're, they're treating us like children, and we're, we're hook, line, and sinker, man. Everyone, I would rather pay a subscription model for any game. Okay? Because then I know... That I'm in, I'm involved in that game. That game's complete. I can go from beginning to end. I can go blue in the face. I'm paying ten bucks a month. Ten bucks a month. Do you know what you pay to go to the movies? You pay twenty dollars to go to the movies, and that's two hours, right? I'm paying ten dollars a month to play as unlimited video games as I want. Okay. Now, when when you start thinking of it like that, right, doesn't seem like a bad deal. But the problem <laughs> is, is you're only getting the first person titles, which they don't have. Well, if if the model goes, listen, if they make a deal. Third party. If they make a deal yeah. with with other development companies, with the, when they come out of the game, that work, that, that's how they want to do it. They raise it to twenty bucks a month, and they give them their cut. I don't know how they. I don't know how they would work. It, it, it would have to be microtransactions. That's, it would have to be microtransactions in the game because yes. yeah, it has to be because they they, yeah. they wouldn't get the they wouldn't get off the cut off the ten dollars a month off of Microsoft. They would say, "Come on our platform. We have fifty million people that are Game Pass subscribers." Okay, that paid ten bucks a month. Okay, because they actually, I think they're they're thinking about including it into the gold. This is not official yet, but they might include it in the gold in the gold package, right? So you buy gold, you get Game Pass for free, right? If that happens, then you're paying sixty bucks a year for gold plus the Game Pass. Okay, and even if they raise it to hundred bucks, if it's hundred bucks a year, you get the Game Pass plus the plus the gold. Okay, so they raise it forty bucks, you get the Game Pass plus the gold. You're actually saving money because if you had the game pass, it's sixty bucks or forty bucks plus the plus the the game pass is one hundred and twenty just for each month, right? If they did it that way and then told the customers or told the the developers, hey, we have forty eight million people that have game pass, right? It's like the Netflix of the thing. So if you, if you come on here, you can still sell your games in the old box stores, right? right. Or on PlayStation or PC, but here we're, we're doing the play anywhere where you can have your friends play on your PC or you can play it on the Xbox. And we have more. That seems pe- like the play, man. Right? That it has seems to be like what they're trying to do. And I don't know if Game Pass is going to work this way. Does DLC count? Sea of Thieves is free DLC, right? State of the K is the first one. We're going to find out. People bought the thirty dollars package, okay? Or I'm sorry, they didn't even buy the package. They're playing State of the K right now too on Game Pass. When the first DLC comes out uh, in July, okay, Independence, whatever it's called. Does the person playing on Game Pass get that for free, or do they have to pay it? I'm assuming they had to buy it because I had to buy it. I had to buy the DLC, and I'm not part of Game Pass. Okay, so you can't you can't tell me the person on Game Pass is getting that DLC for free. Okay, so if they do buy the Game Pass, okay, that means they're locked out of the DLC, and then they have to buy the DLC on top of the Game Pass, right? And then to play that game more, now that you're twenty dollars invested into the because you bought the DLC. Now you have to pay. You want to continue playing? You have to pay another additional ten dollars that month to play that to play that but game. But if you have the Game Pass, you get it. No, so that's what Pass, that's what I'm saying. It. If the Game Pass doesn't get the DLC for free, you had to buy no, the DLC. I, I think they're gonna have. To, I think that would, they would work it in. Then there. why did I purchase I'm it? You, what, why would listen, I purchase it? I'll tell you why. Because the number of people in the system will 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 help push over the games in the system. Once they reach a certain number of people that have Game Pass that they're collecting money from every month, how many titles are released a year, right? Let, let's not count Microsoft. Let's count, like, developers. Right. So let's say you don't get, like, every developer to go on with you, but let's say you get a couple. Get, okay? All you need is, like, three maybe, or four. Maybe, right. maybe they release two a year. 
Right. Two or three a year. And maybe the first party titles is one or two a year. So you're looking at five or six games, right? If you got if you got something over 20 million people giving you $10 a month for Game Pass, it's irrelevant. You can float that money to whoever you need to to compensate for what you have. You're still collecting that money. That's right. guaranteed money every month. Every month that's guaranteed money, right? So if you say to the developer, you can still sell your game in the store or we can give you the cut of whatever 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 the whatever people download the game in the thing I mean, we give you the cut up front right right right, right. maybe they only, <clears throat> maybe they only get like a a, a 40% or 50% no, of what they've got for the right. box but if it's part of game pass and they actually get them right it's still moving units you're still moving units right, right? you're, you're putting then, more units to out mention, to people right but that's just it the games at least in their hard drive the game is at least in the system they're playing their game right did they have to ship it anywhere Nope. Nope. Did they have to pay for it to no go gas, anywhere? No, no employees, shipping, no gas, no, no box space, right? Digital download, yep. right? So what's the cut off that? You know, we can get into semantics here. I'd have to break out my marketing book. I haven't looked at it in a while, but I'm sure I can figure it out. Okay. But this is what we're talking about. I think they're gonna make games as a service look like it's good. This is almost like the 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 evil empire move in uh, Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> he makes it look like right. he makes it right. look like Games Pass is a great thing. So are we Jar Jar okay. Binks in this scenario? I don't know if we're Jar Jar, but I definitely know this is the same kind of plan. If you make games as a service look good, but not perfect, and then you take the games as a service model with the microtransactions and make it uncomfortable, like this is how games are. Sorry, they're expensive. And we make it uncomfortable enough to where you say to yourself, Correct. it's cheaper for me to Ten give them a month. $10 a month yep. than it is for me to buy a game that's unfinished. Yep. I'm waiting for day one patches anyway. Right. Okay. I didn't pay anything. I paid 10 and, bucks. And then, have, and then have to pay for the DLCs and yep. whatnot. So maybe I should just fuck it. I'll just get Game Pass. Like, that's the move. That's the move. That, I think you're right. I, th- I think you're correct. Because if, if, if you paid zero for that game, because you paid for the service, you didn't pay anything for that game. Right, because there's a hundred games in the service. So if you don't like that game, don't play it. You go play another game. Right. So if that game comes unfinished or it's glitchy, you don't care. You don't care because you're like, ah, oh, it's ten bucks. Don't care. It's ten bucks. Right. Right. You don't care. No matter and no matter how many games do it, you don't care. Correct. Which because, starts which starts watering down what our expectations are of video games. Right. That's- and then we all become the people from uh, from Wally. Okay, and we're all just like, yeah. We're all, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly right. Hey, right. Is this a picture of outside? I'm so glad to be outside. Let's right. let's go over this right. way. Right. That's exactly what it is. We're we're not gonna care. We're not gonna care. We're like, oh, what's that game? We're we're gonna have our VR headsets on. Sorry, this is what we're gonna look like. Are you ready? This is where we're gonna. Uh, yeah. Oh, this I'm is, outside. This is amazing. I'm running. Look, guys. I'm flying. I'm, I'm, I'm having a, sports. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> I'm mountain climbing right now. I'm mountain climbing. It's amazing. Yeah. It's 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 gonna be that. Oh, it's unfinished. I just fell off the mountain. Oh, oh well. I didn't pay. I didn't pay anything for it. It's just ten bucks. Ten bucks for for it. It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. I. I'm telling you, we're going down a slippery slope. Slippery slope. Um. Real quick. I'm calling, I'm calling this the Emperor Palpatine move. For Microsoft, that's what this is. I'm gonna, I'm and, gonna... and and one and once once Game Pass picks up, they're gonna just push the button and call it Order sixty six. That's what they're gonna do. <laughs> and, it's gonna, and, and every game, every game that comes out will be unfinished. Yep. And you'll need a patch, and it's uncomfortable to pay for it and wait for it. And you're like, fuck it, Game Pass it. I don't even give a shit. Right. Right. It's it's terrible. I like the Game Pass idea, but I'm, it'll be interesting. 
I'm going to say when State of Decay's DLC comes out, if those fuckers and Game Pass get the DLC for free, I'm no longer buying any game that comes out on Xbox. Ever. I'm just going to bet the $10 Game Pass. If it's a first-party title, there's no point in spending 60 bucks. I'll pay $10 and have all the games. Yeah, yeah but it's only it's only first-person title. That's what I'm saying, first-person title. That's where they are right now. They'll, they'll make a deal with somebody. That's what they have to do. They have to get enough people. They have to get a, enough people. No, we haven't talked about it, uh, Inky. Uh, we, they have to get enough people to get the gold, uh, the game pass before they bring in a third-party guy, let's say like a Battlefield Five, right? They, t- they go to EA, and they're like, EA, we have this many people, and we want to put you exclusively on game pass, for, uh, exclusively for the first six months, or the, exclusively for the first year, right? And Battlefield's like, yeah, all right, we'll do it. How many people you have? 50 million? Yep. Microtransactions. Yeah, we can make that. We get, if we get uh, 1% of 50 million uh, to buy a $10 skin, yeah, we could do that. Yeah, let's do it, Xbox. Right? It's not going to be EA Battlefield because they're not going to have – but there's going to be someone that comes along that's like, yeah, sure, you have 48 million people playing Game Pass? Yeah, we'll give you our game for free for six months to put on the Game but, Pass. But, but see what I'm saying? Yeah. They have the money to float it because – Microsoft as a company is making money regardless of if they're selling video games or not. It's Microsoft. Right. Okay. So the gaming section of Microsoft, if they don't have a development team right now working on games, then I have questions about what they're doing. I don't think Microsoft themselves has a development team. I think that they are just purchasing other people to be their first party developers. They don't have their own development team. So otherwise you would have seen something. Right. All right. Moving on. We're moving on to Sea of Thieves. I played the Sea of Thieves. Um, why won't this pen fucking write? Here's the thing. If you make a fucking pen, can you put fucking ink in the brand new pen that I just bought? There's no it's fucking just, ink coming out. No, I've already... Just, I've had it for a week. Out. No, no. I've, I've put a lighter to it. I've, I've, put a lighter to it. Fucking ridiculous. Put a lighter to it. This is an incomplete it. pen, Microsoft. Put a lighter, All right? put a lighter for it. I want to... say Microsoft I, on the it pen? Says, it says Microsoft it. onto it. Yeah. Now lick it. Lick it. Put a lighter to it. <laughs> I, lighter, I just want to f- put a lighter. I just want a fucking pen you don't that smoke, works. Though. Get, get, get a lighter. You get a lighter. You like no, candles? I don't, I don't your, have your, your wife's got candles. Light her up. That's all right. Lick it. That's all right. I'm not licking it or lighting it up. I just want the fucking pen to work. All right. Sea of Thieves. I'm playing the Hungering Deep. Uh, I've enjoyed the content that they put in, which was about an hour and a half to two hours. Now, good parts of the thing. I, I wouldn't really say they, it's part of the the DLC, but it is. The Hungering Deep added a drum. A new musical instrument. It added a speaking trumpet, so you can talk far distances. It's fun. It's a good. It's a good. It's a good thing to like, add. We, we, we're yelling out, "Hey, don't shoot me!" Um, I want to ask you a question like that. No, it's it's come in handy because the other day we needed help getting the, the megalodon done, and we came across a ship, and you couldn't get close enough because every time you get close to a ship, they start running because they're afraid that you're going to kill them, right? So the the trumpet comes and you're like, "Hey, hey, uh." I, 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 we need help doing the Megalodon. Can we? Can, and they're like, they stop. You see the sail go up, and they, they, they stop. They're like, oh yeah, yeah, we can help you. And I'm like, sweet. All right, so they, now, now you turn, now you turn into Wrath of Khan. Shields right, up, right. rock phasers, and fire. <laughs> like that's, like that's what you do. You tell right, them, hey, right. um, we're doing Megalodon, and you wait till they do it. Then you pull a Wrath of Khan move. That's that's how you right, do it. Right. Yeah, but can you put a pirate flag up? You told me you had flags. Yeah, up. there's flags. Flag? There's flags in there now. Now. Did the, I not call that? Did I not the, call you that? Did call Can you that? bring up the episode on that one? On the, on I, the I, forums, I, I, on the forums there's people trying to figure out what each color stands for, right? So if you put the Megalodon one, the shark one up, obviously you're looking for some group to help you do the do the shark. Oh, was a Megalodon flag? There's a shark flag that you can buy. Uh, I think it's for like 7,000 or whatever. Uh, kind of cool. Then they have yeah. standard flags. So there's uh, a checkered flag. So if you're looking to someone to race with, 
to get the achievement, you can put that on your on your on your ship, right? Uh, there's a pirate flag, right, with skull and bones on there, which is basically I'm a pirate. You come you come across me, I'm going to I'm going to shoot you down. Uh, there's a red flag with a gray triangle in there. Let me see if I can actually um, bring it up real fast. Uh, see the thieves. <clears throat> so they're 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 trying to come up with a with a way of figuring out what these these flags and stuff are. Hungering deep. Where is that? I don't want to watch the trailer. I want I want this the the uh, where the hell is the the thing, man? Support the game. About uh, be more pirate expansions, exotics. No, hold on. We're finding it. Encounters, actions, exploration, teamwork, legends. No updates. Read more. Area. Okay. I'll, I'll bring the, the the screen up here with the flags. Do they not have the flags? Oh, they do. Okay. Da, 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 da. Let's see here. There they are. So the flags are as follows. So you have the you have the hungering deep flag, which is the you know you're you're looking to to do the the shark. You got this red flag with the darker red, and people say that right now on the forums, basically uh, I'm coming for you. Like you're 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 out to get people with the red flag. No, out to get you is no, the no, pirate flag. No, pirate flag is being a pirate. A pirate is I'm coming on board your ship. I could murder you and take all your shit, or I could just you know whatever. You're a pirate. Right. No, that's you guys are miscommunicating flags already. The game just came out with flags. I'm, you guys I'm, are miscommunicating. I'm, I'm letting you know if what I they're saying. If I put a pirate flag yeah, on my fucking boat, it's not. Hey, it, I'm gonna come hang out with no, you. No, no, no. Whatever no happens, happens. That's no, not what a pirate no, flag no, is. No, there's no hangout with the pirate. Pirate flag means they're out to get you. So if you if they see you, a pirate flag, they're coming. To, they're coming to murder you or kill you. The red flag means I'm I'm aware. I'm like out there. I could I could I could choose to be like. Hey, I'm coming for you, or I'm, I'm I'm cool off by my own, right? That's what the red flag means. The white flag, obviously, is I'm I surrender, leave me alone. I, I you're wanna... a pansy, right? Right. Your white flags, you're a pansy. <laughs> right. what, are you, what are you gonna do? I have no treasure on board. I'm just gonna stand here and let you shoot. Me. Right, right, right. That, so you might as well just you might as well just scuttle. Right. <laughs> what the fuck is the point of putting well, up a white flag? Funny, it's funny that you say that. Last night we we saw a ship going away from us. Duplis wanted to do the race right to get the achievement for the race which there's a checkered flag which they don't show which you would raise up to tell people you're looking to race people to get the achievement or whatever um so we pull up to this this uh sloop he's killing someone on the island we pull up behind him we're like hey we we want to know we're friendly we're friendly we just want to know if you can help us do an achievement real fast for the race next thing we know he stops firing his gun at the skeletons scuttles his ship and logs out and we're like what what happened? Like why why did he do that? Like why would you just leave? Right? Why would you just leave? Right. Pirates steal. That's what they do. Right? Pirates didn't murder everybody they saw. They boarded people's ships. That's what a pirate does. Port gets on a ship and says, I'm gonna kill you unless we take all your stuff. Let us take your supplies, have a nice day. They get back on their boat and they move away. They don't want to kill people because those people are going to get more you, supplies. So can you do the same thing, though? Can you can you, can you you write up with a normal flag and at the last second change it to pirate? You, you, you can, again? yeah, you because there's a hey, little... We're not going to kill you, we're here. Wrath of Khan it. You, yeah. know, you put the pirate flag You can, up. you can do that. Or you don't even have to yes, change. Yes, Wrath of Khan is pertinent in this conversation. So, so yeah, space pirates. That's, all, that's what all Star Trek is, guys. I'm sorry to tell you. Hate to burst the bubble. It's just pirating in space that's what star trek is okay uh so there's a little box up on the uh, flagpole 
okay, that you can change the flags, right? So you can you can put the you can put the the white flag up and all of a sudden still kill and murder people. It doesn't matter. You don't have to use the flags at all. What I do like is you don't have to have a flag. So remember when you look over in the distance and you're like, oh, I think there's a I think there's a ship behind the. The, the, the island over there because you see that top flag fucking waving well now you can get rid of that flag so there's no flag so now you can hide a little bit better because there's no top of the flag waving in the wind to, to let people know that you're there so they added a bunch of stuff now they added a character from the blige rat okay which is he's a his name is duke he's sitting inside the the tavern there's a little rat emblem on the map all around the, the world now He's there for the purpose of when they introduce the weekly events or any type of uh, daily events, he'll be the guy you talk to. Right now, he does nothing. Right now, he tells you, you know, keep your ear to the ground uh, when stuff comes. This is the guy you want to talk to, right? So they added another faction type thing in there. Um, the Megalodon quest itself, Merrick's quest, it's about an hour and a half, but it's an hour and a half because you have to sail to him talk to him, sail to a location, sail to another location, sail to another location, sail to another location, then come back to him, and then turn in the stuff, right? So from point A to point B, like the actual dialogue is like, I don't know, 30 seconds, okay? But then the sail to the first point is like 10 minutes, right? And then you get to the second point, you talk for 30 seconds, get back on the boat, travel again for, you know, five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever it is. If you're an experienced person, you know exactly where to go because you play the game long enough. You know where the islands are. You know you know how to navigate. You know where the stuff is. If you haven't played the game long enough, I can tell you that the first quest, right? People couldn't even find the goddamn book on the on the island they were at in the middle, okay, by reading the clues, okay? Once you leave that island and you first go to that first location, it's an unmarked island. I won't tell where it is because it's part of the game. Uh, you have to go to the unmarked island. And find another book. That first island, if people don't know, obviously there's YouTube now, and people can be like, uh, where's the first book? Uh, Google, and then they get there, right? And they already know where it is. But if you just play the game, it's going to, it's going to, you're going to be doing it for a while. So me, Dupless, and Tweak did it, and we were a three-man group, uh, group on the on the sloop, or I'm sorry, on the on the galleon. Once we did the completion, we're like, okay, you get back to Merrick, and now you have to hold a tune. And then drive to the location of where this Megalodon was. Now, what do you mean hold a tune? Like keep playing? Keep playing, right? He gives you a tune, and then you have to keep that tune going until you find the spot on the map. So what happens if you keep, what happens if someone lets go of the button? Then you have to go all the way back and grab the tune again. That's fucking hardcore. Right? I, li- I like that. So, but here's, here's the best part, okay? The only reason I knew where to go is because someone told us go to T26 in the game. Not in my chat. We approached the sloop and said, hey, can you help us with this? And they said, yeah, sure. We'll meet you at T26. And I was like, T26? I was like, how does he know where to go? He probably saw some other streamer, went on YouTube or whatever, and found where the location was. So he kind of like ruined it for me. But to find that location, I knew it was around Devil's Ridge. I just didn't know where around Devil's Ridge, right? So basically, all, the way the way you would find it, if you didn't know it was at that one location, you would just circle the island and play the music with two groups because you need at least five people to do it. And you can only have four people on your boat 
So you need to get another crew. Oh, forcing people to be friends with each so, other. But here, here is here is the problem. It took us an hour and a half to do the mission. It took us another hour and a half to find somebody to help us do the stuff, right? Yeah, but but when you find somebody, if they're not on the mission too, then aren't you going to go back and now get them started for the mission so you can help them do it again? No, they don't have to be on the mission. Anyone can do it at any time. So if they if they defeat the Megalodon at that second portion of the mission, did they have to do the, the first all, portion of the mission in order you, to get the prize at the, the end? The only no? way you could get the song from Miric is if you went through the quest line, okay? But if I'm playing the song and you come up on me, you can start playing the same song as me. All you need is one person in the group to know the song, okay? But you learn the song by doing the quest. Once you have the song, anyone else that has a musical instrument can start playing the same song as you. Okay, but if you were if they were by themselves, they couldn't they couldn't do it unless they did the quest themselves. You know, does that make sense, Sarge? Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Okay, so anyone can do the mission, but you have to do the quest to initiate the mission, right? And then anyone you bring along with you can join in, join in on the mission. Okay, so technically you don't have to do the quest to get the um, well, you do. You have to do the whole quest to get the stuff rewards at the end. So if they didn't do the quest and then killed the shark, they don't get the the, the items that you got at the end of the thing, which is like a tattoos, uh, scars, and you got this cool looking. Um, they don't show it here, but it's a it's a. Where is it? It's right there. It's a shark. It's a shark decal or a, a front of the ship. It's really cool looking too. The eyes like glow and stuff. So it's it's really cool. So it's a limited time, two weeks. You have two weeks to get the certain certain things in the game for this event, and then they'll be gone, and you can't get them. Okay, uh, there'll be other items that you can get that are like them, but you can't get the items from this event, I believe, uh, down the road, unless you have to pay for them, which would be kind of stupid, right? Because then what's the point of whatever? So anyway, the actual mission itself is fantastic. the 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 fight of this megalodon. Is amazing. I'm not going to show it on on screen. I'm going to let people in, see it for themselves. If you if you were in my stream, you saw it. Um, it's it's fantastic. It's what a boss fight should be. Okay. I mean, the shark. You play the music. File. You have to play the music. It summons the shark, and all of a sudden, it's like it's like watching the movie Jaws. And but you're starring in it. Okay. Now we were on the galleon. Uh, the first time I did it, I did it twice. I did it last night as well on a sloop. And let me tell you we got sunk on the sloop okay you're so low in the water and the waves are so high that you can't see where the fucking shark is or where it's coming from on the galleon you're up higher and you can see and you're like oh it's on the left side it's on the right side this thing's got like three rows of teeth okay and when it comes at you all of a sudden the music's like it's like it's almost like the jaws theme it's like a it's like an offbeat jaws theme and then all of a sudden it comes at you with its mouth like this and it just swallows the it just jumps at you and when it hits the boat your boat gets it gets tossed around like we got tossed around That's the cool. whole thing it's such a good fight and you're literally scared of your life you're like oh my god and then if you go in the water it's got little sharks swarming the boats okay so you don't know who's going to attack it's like random if you take a shot at it though it's like you shooting at me bitch and it, it, all of a sudden it comes at your boat and when you're on the sloop and it opens its mouth up whole Lee Christ. If it chomps down your boat, it's making four to five holes in your boat. Four to five holes. 
on a sloop, if you don't have at least 50, 50 planks on your boat, you're done. You're done. You have to have at least 50 planks to do the mission. Now, the boss battle is phenomenal. They have to go back to the drawing board for the Kraken. The Kraken's lackluster compared to the shark now. Okay. Um, moving forward, there's no reason to do the content over. There's no reason. There's no reason for anyone to go back and do it a second time unless you're like, oh, it was a fun, uh, it was a fun time. I want to do it again. There's no reason to do that quest against but, the but, boss. Well, besides the, for the fun of it, though, come on. For the fun of it, you do it a few times. The fun of it, yes. For the fun of it. But you should be able to do it for the fun of it and also gain rep as maybe like a shark hunter or a monster hunter or, you know, uh, uh, some some sort of or new like, faction. Like a picture of you guys holding up the fish at the dock or something? S- something, right? There there needs to be something as long the lines of it's part of the faction, okay? It was life or death for 30? Yeah. It, it was just, you need to do some more stuff after the fact. Once you kill the shark, you're like, okay, great, I did it. And that's the end of the Hungering Deep. That's the end of the Hungering Deep. There's no other quests. There's no other things to do, okay? And I'm like, ah. Yeah, but- yeah, but, but but for our six seconds attention span, I jump over to this game. I do the new content. Yeah, I did it three I hours. It, I was done. And now I jump over to another game to play something else. Correct. No, no. It's 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 fine like that. But what I'm saying is for the people, for the fans, for the people that love playing the game, this game has such a good foundation. Such a good foundation. And everything's already in the game how, that you need. How many times have we said that? Okay. How many times have we said this game has got a good foundation? But the problem is there's no reason to do it. It's, it's almost like Destiny. It's like once you get the gun, there's no reason to do anything else again for that to get that gun, right? There's no reason. There's no reason to run that strike again to get that gun or do the thing to get the gun. In in Sea of Thieves, once you get the money to buy what you want, if I there might be a hundred outfits, but if I'm only interested in two and I have enough money to buy those two outfits, what's the point of going back in, right? Unless you're a collector and you want to collect everything, that's few and far between. There needs to be a faction, and it's like a twofold. So they have all these outfits. Okay, so there's the admiral, the blige rat, the 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 um, the sailors, and I forget what else. Right? There's a whole bunch of costumes and different things. They already have them in the game. All they have to do is add the factions for them. Okay, and this is what I'm saying. So if I'm wearing the blige rat outfit, okay, maybe you fire maybe maybe you fire cannons faster. No, and you're no no not even that not even that. And you're and you're wearing the admiral gear. Okay, I post my thing up on the board, and now I'm like. I'm part of the Blige Rat, and when I do a Blige Rat mission with the clothes on, if I do any mission with the clothes on, I get faction rep for that for that faction, okay? Once I get up to a certain rank in that faction, I unlock a new quest line, which is a bigger, better treasure, right? You're part of the Admiral. Your whole point is to get gold because you want to be a part of the Admiral thing, so you buy the Admiral outfits. You have the hat. Jacket, the shirt, the pants, the shoes, the fucking lantern, the gun. You have everything. Okay. Ascot. Right. You have the ascot and everything. Okay. So now when you have all that equipped on you, okay, because you're not a generic pirate anymore. Now you're an admiral pirate. Okay. So now when you start doing quests with that outfit on, you're earning faction rep with that with that faction. Okay. And and anybody and anybody on the <laughs> boat with you. Earns faction rep. Does it just because just because they don't have the costume doesn't mean they they don't get Correct. it? Correct. It's whatever but because you're wearing the, and you're you voted on your position, quest. They get that faction. right, and you vote for that quest. So now it makes it makes a thing. Like you're like, well, I want that quest. Now here's the thing: unless you don't own, and and I I feel they should do this. So you own it. 
you're still getting you're getting faction rep and i don't own the costume so i'm getting rep but the rep is less it's less rep for me but if i start wearing the more stuff i wear of the admiral stuff and the more stuff i own of that costume so if i own the hat and the jacket and the shirt and the pants and the gloves and the shoes so percent it's a percentage you get of full it, xp and then right. you have the whole outfit then it's 100 percent of the yes, xp yes yes right so then you would get more rep with that faction and then it would unlock more quests okay the thing I liked about the quest in Hungering Deep was it wasn't here's a map, here's where it was. It was here's a riddle. Here's a clue. Here's a, here's clue. a clue. He didn't repeat it either. He didn't re- I had to take screenshots of everything. He didn't repeat it. So once he said it, that was it. Okay, you couldn't go back to him and ask it again. He was like, "Well, that was it." So you're like, "Okay, what do I do now?" So I believe if if they if they take the quest and they said, here's a quest, go to this location. And then you go to the next location, they give you the next clue. You go to the next location, they give you the next clue. You don't get a treasure every time you go to an island. You get a clue. So after like five or six clues, then you find the big treasure, right? Which will be almost the size of a treasure as like a fort that you would get, okay? And then based on that, now you have a full-fledged uh, like stash on you, Okay. So that would make people, and then you do a multiplier as far as rep. So the more chests and the more gold you have on your boat, when you turn it in, you get more rep, like a, a, a multiplier for your rep, okay? Where if you just get two treasures and then turn them in, you turn them in, you're safe, you don't lose anything, you turn them in. But if you're a guy that has like 20 chests or 30 chests or 40 chests, and then you go turn it in, you get like a multiplier of rep, not gold. The gold is the gold, Right? It's the rep that you get that would be a multiplier. I think if they did little things like this for the game, which is already set. They already have the costumes in the game. There's there's literally like 15 different outfits of, of different factions. So there's Gold Hoarders, Order of Souls, uh, and, and Merchant Alliance. They could put costumes in for those three factions already. Okay? They're not in the game yet. Then there's the Admiral, the Blige, the... the um, the the scurvy the sailors uh there's there's like five or seven more on top of that so there's like 10 to 15 different outfits and those could all be factions in the game that you could all be getting rep for and yes you're doing the same things but yet you're unlocking new quests for different factions and then you can start being like hey tonight we're gonna be all admirals tonight we're gonna be all obliged and you're all cruising across the thing and you're all one giant boat sailing across for that faction and then, and then maybe if you're if you, if you pass by another faction you get better points killing each other if yes. you're against that faction right so this is already in the game as far as the costumes and stuff are there all they have to do is implement it in the back end to be like here's an npc and the npcs i think when they start adding them shouldn't all be on the taverns i think they should be in like hidden caves on islands because it makes you like there's no point to go to Sharkbait Cove before Miric was there just to go to Sharkbait Cove, right? Unless you had a treasure there. There was no reason to go there to find anything because you're like, I don't know if I'm going to find anything. You, you can explore. It's a very small piece. But if you put NPCs or hidden hidden factions on these islands, then people will be like, oh, shit, what is this cave? Oh, oh, damn, I found... I found a, a, a right. Uh, there's a hidden faction on that cave, and then, and then you know to go to that place to get the quest because yes. that's where the guy's hidden. yes. Right, and not everybody can find that cave because they didn't do the quest line to find the opening in the cave to find the damn guy. Correct. Yeah. Once again, skeletons have been built. Everything is there, but once again, they're short. All empty. Yep. Yep. It's all empty. They could do a whole monster hunter thing with the monsters. Like, 
you carve the shark, you get the skin, you get the teeth, you get something off of him, and you bring it back to the tavern, and you get rep for it. And you're like, all right. So if you get like 10 fucking shark teeth, then you can buy something or you can you unlock something. They, they missed the ball. They missed the ball with the with the, with the hungering deep as far as the Megalodon. Megalodon's the fight itself is amazing. Absolutely amazing. But the actual content of the stuff, not so much. Am I pissed off about it? No. I'm still playing the regular game. I still haven't got to Pirate Legend. I'm like 42, 33 and 34, something like that, so I have plenty of stuff, right? Uh, needs a skeleton crew to roam the oceans. Not even that, Atomic. There needs to be a faction that just gives you stuff for killing skeletons. Like, you're a skeleton. You're part of the skeleton faction or uh, whatever. You just go around killing skeletons, and the more skeletons you kill, the more rep you get. And then it unlocks certain things for, for that, right? There, there needs to be something along the lines. Who knows? They could have all this stuff already in the works, but they're they're just squeezing it out little by little. And it's not a complete game, right? So that was Sea of Thieves. I, I, I really, really love Sea of Thieves, okay? But there's things missing. Order of Souls needs to have outfits for Order of Souls. They need to have outfits for Gold Hoarders. They need to have outfits for Merchant Alliance. Um, they have they have gear for them. I don't know why they don't have outfits for them. Uh, and then as far as the, the taverns and, and islands go... I kind of like what they've implemented already. I talked about this last time, where they don't have all the stuff on all the out all all the taverns. You have to go to certain taverns to get certain outfits and certain things. Otherwise, if everything's at everywhere, then there's no point to travel. You're like, oh, I'm just going to stay at this one this one outpost all the time. So yeah, that was Sea of Thieves. <clears throat> uh, let's see what the next next topic. Next topic. Let me see what I got here. So. Let's talk about Bethesda. Bethesda, I, I loved what they did. I love what they did, right? They had their channel. It was up for 24 hours on Twitch, live stream, and it was basically a puppet show. They did random shit. Did you watch any of this, Sarge? Did you see I any did. of it? Okay. I did. So the, at one point, they had 140,000 people waiting in the room just sitting there watching nothing, right? And a part of me kind of wishes they did that all the way up to E3, just to see how many people would wait there to see and wait for some some news to break, right? People that didn't even like Fallout were waiting in the room just to see what was happening, okay? And that's genius. That's a genius marketing thing, okay? So they announced Fallout 76, okay? Fallout 76, uh, I think I have the trailer here. Let me see. Uh, let me go to YouTube real fast. So Fallout 76 takes place <clears throat> before Fallout 3, I believe. And it takes place in, well, Vault 76. Now, Vault 76, is this the official Bethesda? Yeah, okay. So this is the, the official Bethesda. Oh, hold up. Let me pause that. Here it is. All right. So... I always love the fucking music from Fallout. It's the best. According to the year that this thing's supposed to be, this is only 20 years after the bombs dropped, so it's a lot of radiation. It's still nuclear fallout. This takes place before Fallout 3, though, I believe. 
No, this is this is the earliest after the war that we're gonna play. Okay. This is only twenty years after the bombs dropped. But when the fighting is stopped and the fallout is settled, you must rebuild. I belong West Virginia. My guess is, is they have vault a party because it's time to leave the vault because they've been there for 20 years. Begins. And when they all open the door to go out to see what they're, what they're, they've been trained to do, right. they all get fucked. Right. So, all right. So, the Jason Schreier from Kotaku has is, is announced that this is not a single-player game. People are going to get disappointed or, or not or get your hopes up. This is not a single-player game. This is a multiplayer game. And the earliest things that they're saying that – this is almost like Rust or DayZ. So it's a survival multiplayer game. Now, they say there's 500 inhabitants in the thing. Now, I don't know if that means they're going to have 500 people on a server and inside the, the vault. But this is definitely going to be a base building thing, right? So it's almost like Fallout Shelter, the, the little app. But now you're going to be doing it in Fallout, right? Just like in Fallout 4, you can make your own vaults and stuff like so, that. So basically like State of Decay type of setup? Where it's not like zombies, like the zombies represent all the evil shit that's out there. Yeah. And you've got to build stuff. Yeah, so I would think I, – I, that's actually a really good – yeah, so it would be you're stuck in the vault, and you have to improve your vault, right? So you have to go outside the vault, and that's to find supplies to bring back to build your vault. And you'll work together with other people, I, w- I would believe. I, I don't know if it's PvP and stuff. No one knows anything. Yeah, excuse me. But it, t- it does, place, does take place in West Virginia. Um. I don't know. I'm okay with this. If it's a survival game, I like playing games like that. And if it's something that I'm interested in, like Fallout, right? I would be I would be more inclined to play a survival game within a world that I've interested in than than not, right? So, for instance, like I always said, if if Star Wars came out with a game like Destiny, I would I would be all over it because I'm a, I'm a Star, Star Wars. I'm a Star and Wars. We love Star Wars, right? So if I was if I was doing a survival game in Fallout's world, yeah. Which is which is survival, right? Which is multiplayer. This is, this is not copying anybody. This is Fallout is survival, right? And I've always said if Fallout was multiplayer, I'd be all over it. And if this is it, right, or a version of it, then I'm okay with it. What do you think? Because you're the Fallout guy. You like Fallout. You love Fallout. I mean, you've been playing it for years, and you know you played Fallout Four till like last week. I love I love the universe of Fallout. I like the whole coming back, mankind coming back from its. It's ridiculousness. Like we we got to the point where we're so stupid that we blew ourselves up and now we have to crawl back out from under the rock and rebuild from scratch as like a starting over type of thing. And I like that idea. I like the idea of everybody starting off their own little communities and trying to rebuild from scratch. Right. Because no one knows anything. All the people that knew stuff either dead or have to relearn it. Right. So a survival game done in Fallout, if done, if done correctly, would be fantastic. Right. It would be fantastic. Now, how crazy is it going to get between the fact of cooperation versus PvP ish, like people trying to trying to troll you? That's that's the that's the issue. Like because I, I can already tell you now, if the people who love survival games are trying to create, you have the guys who are immediately running around looking for the people who are building stuff up and trying to steal from them, just like the game does. Right? That would be the game itself. Remember, you're trying to rebuild. 
and the Raiders are trying to steal all your shit. Right. Right. So you'd be trying to rebuild and some guy would just play as the Raider, doesn't give a shit about your farm, doesn't give a shit about your water wells. He's just going to come over and take your shit because he doesn't want to be bothered by building it himself. That that'd be interesting. If you come out of the vault, you all start in the vault. Right. This is all speculations and stuff, guys. This is all speculations. Yeah, we, like, we like to speculate, but <laughs> take, take, take everything we say, take everything <laughs> right. we say, and tape it to the back of the door, and then when you hear about it, close the door. Right. So, so this is all speculation, but it'd be cool if you all started in the vault, right? So both me and you start in the vault, and then we go out, and then I start. All of a sudden, I, I we see the world as is, and we're like, holy shit, right? Because this. Where do be, you begin? Right. So I could I could choose to be like, you know what? I'm going to stick with Sarge. We're going to work together. We're going to work with the vault, you know, with the enclave and we're, and we're going to build up this vault to be safe from the shit that's out here. Right. Cause now the door is open. People are going to come try to come in. Okay. So we're going to try to, we're going to try to do that. Or I can come out and go, you know what? I'm tired of being in that vault, Sarge. Peace out. I'm going to join the faction of the Raiders. Right. And now I'm out in the world with other, other people that are playing on the server and we're all Raiders and then we try to attack people in the vault, right? I mean, that would be cool. That would be interesting to say. There's a game. Uh, there's a game released February of this year. Steam called Echo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Yeah, yeah I, I saw it. I'll, to, I'll, I'll take a look at it more, brain. Um, but that'd be cool if you could come out of the vault and then choose if you want to be a raider or a mutant. <coughs> Excuse me. Right. And, and choose that side. Right. And, then that would be interesting. You get, you get bonuses for being that guy, right? If, I, if I'm a mutant, right? No one like no one likes to trade with me, but I don't suffer from radiation damage, like right. that kind of shit, right? But I think it'd be interesting. We all start in the vault. The vault opens, and then you go out in the world, and then all of a sudden you get contaminated, right? You could be a synth. It'd be it'd be awesome. Now, Atomic, you said I hope it doesn't suck, right? And I haven't played a Fallout game that sucked ever. Right. Well, wait, no, no. no. Correct me if I'm wrong, though. Bethesda's game are glitchy. Yeah, glitchy. No, that's, that's, yeah. I've always had fun with all of their Suck, games, though. No, glitchy, yes. Right. Vegas had a lot of glitches. New Vegas had a lot of glitches. But but that's still, if you ask, if you ask anybody that plays, it's one of the better Fallout, games. That's one of the best games. Oh, you're saying like ESO? Yeah, but ESO. This is being made by Bethesda. This is being made by Bethesda. Z Zenda is is part of, right. Look, my sneeze went across the internet and got to him. Uh, that's a third party, right? That's a third party. The I, I don't see this sucking because this is in-house. I believe this is the Austin Austin uh, uh, people making this one, uh, the Austin division. I'm excited for this. Not super excited because I'm not Sarge. I don't know if Sarge is super excited. Are you super excited about this, Sarge? Or, or are you just like, eh, I don't know. No, I don't no, know to do no anything one, yet. No one likes to talk to me because I don't have the ability to get super excited anymore That's because true. I've been burned too many times. However, I'm giving them my best foot forward. All right. So I think this would be interesting. Now, do you think this is coming out like E3, right? E3 is in two weeks. They okay. might do another microphone drop. Oh, yeah. They're doing a microphone drop. But how soon do you think this hits? October. Do you think it's about like three months afterwards? Yeah. Not because if you think you think, listen, when when was Fallout Four released? Um, two years ago. Yeah, two thousand sixteen. Yes. They have they have overlapping they have overlapping development cycles. They've already stated there's different houses doing different things. So in the middle of a development cycle, they've already started so on 2015, something else. There you go. Right. So they've already had their four year development cycle 
or five year development cycle for this game because this one started before Fallout Four came out. So I I believe I believe that if they're if they're true to themselves and want to cause some shit for the end of the year and get people to actually release some shit before they do, they're doing a microphone drop. Now, do you think now, this is new engine or do you think this is Fallout Four engine? That's that's the issue. See, that's the issue. I think that if it's a new engine, they're going to brag about it at E3. If it's not, you're going to have a lot of people saying, well, this might not work out as well because we know how glitchy that engine is. You know what I mean? That, yeah, that's yeah. the issue. The issue with them is the engine is dated, right? So now if they say they have a new engine and they're coming out with Fallout 76... I think maybe maybe it's got the Fallout logo on it, and maybe it's not the Bethesda engine. Maybe it's a different engine. No, it's gonna be definitely the, their engine. I don't know, bro. I don't know if it, I don't know if it can be the same engine and be the multiplayer that it is. Well, no. What I'm saying is, I think they have a new engine. It's their engine. I think it's a new engine that they're gonna well, show. That's what I mean. And I think this is a this is going to be a precursor for the next game of like Elder Elder Scrolls Six or is, or Fallout Five. This is to keep you busy while they're working on something else. Yeah, but boss man, I, I agree with you. They're gonna have more. I would say same. I would say same bugs issue, but in, in a different form, better looking glitches. All right, I think they're gonna drop the mic, and not only are they gonna drop it, I'm gonna go earlier than you. You say three months. You say October. I say they announce it in June, and I'm gonna say they're gonna be like, Literally. and you can play uh, this on purpose on Destiny on and, purpose. No, 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 September. no, and you can play this next week. No, I, I no think, way. I think so. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm writing it down. I'm going to go. I'm writing it down. Chicken and I'm eggs. I'm writing it down right now. Yeah, I'm writing it down right now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna speculate super, Fallout, Fallout super October. early. And the only You're reason saying, I'm, I'm saying, what this, are you saying? About, are you saying? I'm gonna right? say one week after E3. One week. Yes. No way, dude. Yep. Put down the crack. No, no. The, 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 hear me. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. Right. So you're saying August. Yeah, uh, yeah, before August, August, first week of August, before August, right? Because it's the twelfth. So yeah, because E 3s in June. Yeah, it's the twelfth. Whatever they're they're announcing. I think they're okay. going to announce it, and this is the reason. Back in 2015, when they made the Fallout Shelter, the app, just the app of the building, of the vault underneath, they said you could do that right now, right? They said you could play that right now. They announced it, and you could download it and play it right then. It was a huge thing for them. Okay. I think, and then when they came out with Fallout 4, they said, and you can play that three months from now. And that was the same conference when they did the Vault app and that, okay? This is a new thing. I don't think this is a full-fledged game. This is like the BR kind of thing where it's just one map. It's one thing. I don't think this is a full-fledged game. This is... This is a role right. playing. This is a role playing thing, right? They said role. They say role playing. See, they use these these terms, and people just let it go over their heads. But if you're saying a, they said co op multiplayer RPG right. survival. Right. That's a lot, dude. Right. So that's a lot. So this you just is what I'm can't saying. Say that kind of shit, and then just drop a bomb and be like, "Yeah, it's gonna work. Don't worry." So, so what I'm saying is they're gonna they're gonna release it. Okay. Maybe maybe early access. Maybe early access. Something they're gonna drop it and say you can play it next week is what they're gonna say, right? Sign up now, play now, pre-order now, whatever. They're gonna drop it early, and because it's not a full Fallout game, I don't think it is. I think it's this new Rust 
type of survival game. Survival games are very massive. You make your own story. They put the quest givers different places, just like they would in the regular regular game. But you make the stories. You make the stuff. And because there's base building in this, that's going to take up a lot of time, right? So base building, they're going to give you a quest that says you need to build this base up before such and such because the no, no, the raiders are attacking. No, no, you're... I'm not. I'm not even, I don't even think it's gonna be like that. I think it's gonna. You're gonna have to figure out how to build it. I'm not. Not that they're gonna tell you there's a quest to find stuff. Like you need material. It'll tell you you need materials, and now it's up to you to figure out how to get the materials. Do I get it by scavenging and running out in the open and getting killed by shit, or do I trade with this other guy? But I have to find other shit to give to him in order to get the materials that I need. You see what I'm talking about? Yeah, I see. What you're but saying. if everyone is doing the same thing, how do you maintain? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. If it's a co-op. If it's a co-op RPG, what you are now saying is character development has specific skills in order for the survival thing, and maybe your skills only work for certain things. You need somebody else to help you in order for it to work, and if it doesn't work, then you have to find somebody else in the game that does. Now, is that going to be an NPC, or does it have to be a live player? It, There's a lot of st – once you say those words, the shit the, – the cards start to fall. You, the shit has to be there. Right. The, the game mechanics have to be there for a game like that to work. Right? What was that game you guys played? It was at three days till dawn or three days at night. What, what was the game of survival? You had to build stuff that, that it was like zombies just been trying to get you three days to live or three days oh, to die or um, what was that called? Seven, 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 seven days, seven, seven days to live or something like that. Right. You had to, you had to quickly build stuff, barricade, before, whatever before else, and protect of yourself zombies from came. zombie Seven, days, seven to days to die. Thank Thanks, you. boss man. Like <clears throat> seven, same type of thing. Like you have limited resources. But now you're going to put RPG into it. When you say RPG, you just can't say RPG. By the way, Fallout 4, not an RPG, right, okay? Right. True RPG people know that Fallout 4 is not an RPG. It's a first-person exploration game. It is not an RPG. Your skill sets don't matter in the game because you can just keep piling skills on top of skills with infinite points to get what you wanted. That's why Vegas has a better RPG system as far as skills go. But you're talking about co-op RPG survival. I, I think my, my, head, my head is spinning. My head is spinning. I think I think because everything's already set, the base building was already implemented in Fallout 4, right? If they use the same engine, okay, it's it's already set. The world, right? They already been working on this for three years, okay? They know what they're doing. They're pump, they can pump these games out faster now because they know their engines. They know what they can do. Uh, they're getting better at these 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 Fallout games, these open world games like Prey, uh, Skyrim, all this stuff. You think I'm crazy, Atomic? But this is a podcast, and I'm putting it out there. I say one week, one week after they announce it, that's the mic drop. That's the mic drop, right? That's the first mic drop. The second mic drop is they're going to talk about um, they're going to talk about their their other IP, which is uh, Star. What the hell is that one called again? Starfleet. Starfleet. Uh, I think that's going to be huge, but that's not going to come out until 2019, right? So this is their game that's coming out this year. And oh, Starfield, that's what it is. That's right. Starfleet, Starfield, Battlefield, Battlefront, whatever. Uh, keep it all straight. It's been six seconds. It's it's they're going to announce a lot of stuff. This is going to be the year of Bethesda has a better show than anybody else again, right? They're going to come out. They're going to announce things. They're going to be like. And poof, we're out. I think this is going to be an early. This is going to be early coming out. Um, my my my. I'm all in on announcing a week. They're going to be like, you could play it next week. 
Probably not going to happen. But that's my that's my vote, right? I'm going to say I agree with Sarge majority. I think it's going to be three months after, but I'm going to push it forward and say the big mic drop is you can play this next week. Play it next week. Early access. Test it out for something. You're going to be able to play it. You're going to be able to play it before three months. I'm excited for it. I like those survival games. I mean, I, I, I like Conan. I just don't have time to play. I probably won't have time to play this one either. But if it's on the Game Pass, yes, but when I'm you all say about the, it. I'm telling you, it's, <laughs> it's, it's complicated, man. If you say Fallout, multiplayer, co-op, RB, it, it, bro, that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot of mechanics involved. It's a lot. Okay. Well, boss man, if 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 it's a beta or an alpha or early access, it's still playable. I'm not talking about full release. I said drop next week. You can play it, right? I didn't say they're releasing it. All games are all fucking early access, and you can get you can play them early. Doesn't mean it's released. I didn't say I didn't say full release ever. I did not say full release. I said you can play it. Next week is what I said. I'll rewind the tape. Never ever said that. I think the the trailer doesn't say anything as far as we look at it. I mean, that's just a cinematic trailer. I can't tell if it's gameplay and if it's the is it old footage, you know what I mean? Old old stuff or not. If they come out with new software, it'd be fantastic. Alright, what time is it? Oh, we're done. Real quick. We got to talk about Battlefield. We never got to talk about Battlefield. What do you mean? We talked about Battlefield last week. Oh, there's so much to talk about. We talked about Battlefield last week. They added a new mode this week. They just announced it. It's a new Airborne player mode. Okay, I'll, I'll read it to you. Let me see where it is. Okay. Uh, airborne mode will have players parachute into a combat area by plane. But it's another. it's not another Battle Royale. Instead, this mode will be an objective-based attack-slash-defend variety. Uh, there's no details. This is basically the thing we talked about last week on the the grand operations match map. Day one, you parachute down. The defenders defend. You have to get to certain points. That's just going to be a, a regular game mode. So it's not really new. Is they they just took it off the grand operations and made it to its own game mode. Uh, another story I want to talk about: backwards compatibility added three Rockstar games. You got Midnight Club, uh, Los Angeles. You got Rockstar's San Andreas. Uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, and you have uh, table tennis. Three Rockstar games, backwards compatible. I don't know if they up- upgraded the the graphics or anything on San Andreas, but backwards compatible, you can play it on Xbox One now. That that sounds to me like a passive advertisement. Right, build up to, you know, Red Dead. Right, to Red Dead. Yeah. So that's that. Um, another thing is Sarge, that Atari system that we, we said that no-go... <clears throat> Listen, it's not about no go. No go. It's about they got they got they got enough retards to give them money. But they got a lot of people. They've made two million dollars so far towards this console. Uh, yeah, that, that's not enough to their, make a console. Their goal was only a hundred grand. Yeah. Their, their goal was a hundred grand. They made two million so far, and this is from today, this morning. So as of today, it was two million dollars for the Atari system that has no first party titles. Uh, that it's a computer game that you could probably play all the games on an emulator on your computer that you already own, but they paid for it. Um, let's see. Fortnite did an update as far as the they 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 put it a shopping cart in. I just want to say I called this. I called this uh, week one of Battle Royale. 
I was running around the map. I said, man, I wish they put cars in. If not, at least put the shopping cart so you can push someone in. Here we are, seven months later. Bing, bada, boom. Shopping cart that you can push people in. It's fantastic. Uh, what else? Monster Hunter's got a new new Elder Dragon. Free update yesterday. Uh, we have a little clip another of reason. To, another reason to come over to Monster Hunter and play for another six seconds. Here, right, right. Here's here's what the, the, the monster looks like. There he is. Looks pretty cool. Might have to jump back in and try to fight him. Gotta fight him. So that's that. And the last story we're going to talk about, and really, it's not really a story. It's just PUBG is suing Fortnite for copyright infringement. Okay? But here, here's the funny part. Okay? The funny part is they're not suing him in the States. They're suing him in Korea, okay? They're suing him in Korea for replicating their experience of PUBG. Now, I don't know what PUBG thinks they're going to win out of this or get out of this. Because even if they win this, they look they look frivolous and, and, and like, they, they, made, they made hundreds of million dollars themselves before Fortnite jumped into the ring, okay? They were like the they're top. Just, they're just mad that they got trumped. Right. They, they're just mad that they, they got beat to the uh, why in the Korea courts because they know they can't win in the United States, right? So they have to they have to go somewhere where they think they have a standing chance, okay? Regardless of if they win or lose, it's a loss for them because not only did uh, – you can't copyright what they're trying to, to say, right? Because even if you take something and change it seven different ways, you're okay to use it. So if I take the Coca-Cola symbol – and then change the you know the circle to a slightly off centered, and then I make it like a blue, and then take the Coca Cola and turn the C a little bit, and do use a different font. I can get away with it because I've changed it a certain amount of ways. There are so many differences in Fortnite to PUBG; it's it's unreal, and I have no idea why they insist in trying to do this lawsuit. Well, let's let, let's get down to brass tacks, okay? So Battle Royale was not invented by PUBG. PUBG PUBG came out from the guy who left H1Z1, okay? And that was also from DayZ. So you have DayZ, H1Z1, the guy leaves H1Z1, makes his own game, PUBG, and wails on it because they took too long to make H1Z1, right? They ride the wave. They're cool. Fortnite decides they can do a Battle Royale with the, with the implementary into their game, even though their game has nothing to do with Battle Royale, but they can implement it because of the way the game is structured. They're... So now they do it. They do it better, and now they trump PUBG, and now PUBG cries because Fortnite trumped them. You can't sue based on that. You, you can't sue based you, – right. you don't own – you did not create they're, Battle Royale. They're, they're saying that they're – You did the, not create Battle they, Royale. They said that the first standalone Battle Royale survival shooter game, which – Technically, is true because one was a mod that got transformed. It was a second game, right? So it was part of the game. But even if they are the first standalone, Fortnite has two things. They have a PVE and the BR. So them suing them saying that they're the first standalone pub, you know, uh, BR, here's the window. Chuck it out the window because Fortnite's not representing that they're, they're a standalone BR. They have a whole fucking PVE <laughs> section of the game, right? They haven't copied. Yes, boss man, they did help them, right? They did help them with the Unreal Engine because Epic made the real engine. So Bluehole approached them and said, "Hey, we want to use the Epic Engine. How do you use it? Can you help us with it?" And they said, "Sure, we'll show you how to use it." 
here's where they made a mistake. Before they open up their fucking mouths to come to Epic and say, hey, we're making a Battle Royale game and this is what we're going to do, blah, 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 blah. They should have signed fucking contracts and said that we're doing, a, we're doing a Battle Royale game. And if anyone tries to do a Battle Royale game, then you get sued. Okay? But they didn't. And now they're but trying to backtrack. But you couldn't do that. You could not do that anyway. You cannot stop people no, 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 from no. using a game mode. What I'm saying is it's they could have said something to Epic saying that we're making this game since we're using your engine. You're not allowed to make a BR game for this many years. They can do contracts like that because they're coming to them to use their engine. But at the same time, they're coming to them with an idea. It's just like me going to ABC. I have a show idea. I pitch them a show idea. They say, we're not interested. Okay. But they, but they get in the run. And then they, they make the, the fucking show idea. All right. And they say, well, we already had it in the works. Okay. Fortnite, they could have went, this is it. Come to us. Oh, well, you know, if we take your idea, we can make this. They could have made them sign contracts and said, if we come to you with this idea, you can't make this idea until a certain period of time after us. Okay. But they didn't do that. So they have no case. You can't copyright. Okay, what they're trying to copyright, but you can put a stop on competitiveness of going, hey, we want this for four years, five years. And don't tell me you can't do it because if you get the license deal or something, you can stop other people from using that license deal. Madden did it with the NFL. That's why there's no games where they do NFL games for 10 years. Okay, I think or 14 years. Okay, so they just did this the wrong way. They got burned. Someone beat them to the punch. Right, they took their sweet ass time because they're going, oh, we're the most popular game, right? And then we're gonna come to console. We're gonna come to console. We're gonna and, come and to because, console. And, and they didn't. And because they just because they signed that exclusive deal with Microsoft, that burned them as well. Right. That also they, burned them. That also the, hurt them. They didn't have it out fast enough. When Fortnite was already out there, and they said, well, we took twelve weeks. We uh, we took our engine. We took the game that we've been working on for seven years, and we made a BR game. Let's check it out. Done. They were already on the consoles, right? They were already on the PC. They beat them to the punch. You can't be mad about that. You can't be mad about that. Competition. Competition is its finest. Instead of crying and trying to sue these people for something, why don't you start innovating and trying to do stuff in your game not as far-fetched as what shopping carts pushing down shit or bouncing things to jump up in the air or building stuff. Just stick to your game. Know what your game is and start pumping out stuff. Start making it... uh, smaller maybe it's only 50 player uh battle royales right maybe make the small make the maps smaller so there's more action faster uh make different maps make different guns that you haven't put in yet uh put in different vehicles right don't put the same fucking red vehicle or the same fucking jeep in there do something about it stop whining about well fortnite stole our idea and we're the only battle royale game if anybody the guy who made the third party mod for minecraft could sue all of you because he made hungering games for for video games or the hunger games the movie could sue all of them for making that or battle royale the movie could sue for all of them you know what i mean so it's it's just stop whining about it and just fix it just fix it stick stick to your own path don't worry about what fortnite's doing they're competitors of you because of the br okay but you can there's people that don't like Fortnite. They hate Fortnite because of the way it looks. It's too cartoony. They don't like the build. They don't like they the like, accuracy. They like the, they like the realism of They PUBG. like the realism, right. So deal with that. Just deal with that and go, okay, well, we have a hardcore base crew. Grab your fans. Grab your hardcore fans, PUBG. Pull up your big boy pants, okay, and stick with there. And those are the people that are going to buy your game. And then 
They're going to buy microtransactions. Here, it's full circle, Sarge. We're coming back to the very first story we talked about. Get your fans, and then they'll buy anything that you want. And they'll get the, the digital item of the, of the outfit. They'll buy your posters. They'll buy your books. They'll buy your comic books. They'll buy your TV show. Whatever you have, they'll buy it. But that's your hardcore crew. You don't have to have everyone on the planet buying your game. So I think they're going to lose. I don't think they have a case. Not 100%. I talked to a lawyer friend of mine. He said, no, they don't have a, they don't have a leg to stand on. Okay. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But I'm afraid that this is going to make them come out the other side looking really bad. Looking bad. Looking really yep. bad. And that's the show, guys. Buy the candles, Tally. Right. Buy your scented scented candles from PUBG. It smells like what, what does it sweat. Smell like? Urine, urine sweat and fear. Undercarriage is what it says. The scented urine, candles. Urine and fear. Right. Right. No, people, people don't like Fortnite because... I'm a person that doesn't like a game that becomes too popular, right? If a game, if you find a game and you're like, oh, I found this game, right? Like Minecraft, when I first started playing, wasn't a phenomenon. It was a guy making a game I saw in G4, uh, uh, Adam, Adam, uh, uh, what's his name? Adam Cecil, Cecil, Adam Cecil, whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah, Cessler. Cessler, Adam Cessler. Showed this, said, well, Marcus Blah Blah is making a game all by himself. It's like, oh, that looks pretty cool. And I bought it for like three dollars, <laughs> okay. And then played that game, and then it became a, a phenomenon. And when it became a phenomenon, that's when I stopped playing, right? I mean, that's just what it is. I, I just don't like things that are like. Yes, but you played it. You played, played it for, for four years, years before I played it came it for out. Four years, yeah. Just like you played Sea of Thieves for a year and a half before it came out. Yeah. So a year. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I just I just don't. Uh, I don't. It is what it is. That's just me personally. All right. That's episode one hundred and thirty. God damn, 130 episodes in the can. We're here live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Mixer. Uh, please fo- hit that follow button if you haven't already. Make sure you follow Sergeant Sarge McCluskey on Twitter. Make sure you follow me at 30 and Still Gaming. Make sure you follow Jen underscore X underscore Gaming. Uh, if you have any news stories throughout the week, just do a direct message to Jen underscore X underscore Gaming on Twitter. And make sure you follow us on YouTube under 30 and Still Gaming. Subscribe so you get these past broadcasts if you've missed anything in the show. And also follow us on iTunes. We are now on iTunes. We're on Google Play. We're also on, uh, if you're using Podbean, and I forget the other one. Uh, we're like everywhere. I think Anchor as well. So make sure you follow. Make sure you listen to our podcast. I appreciate it. Make sure you hit the reviews on it. If it's a shitty review, put a review. I want to know if it's good or bad. I want it to get recognized so we can start uh, pushing the show a little bit forward. Uh, to to get some advertisement. I would like to have an advertisement by the end of this year. I don't care if it's like books.com and they give me 10 bucks a month. I want a sponsor on our stream. So we're trying to make something happen with this podcast and then push it forward. And I need you guys that love this episode, love this podcast to give some reviews, give some feedback. I appreciate you guys very much. Don't have to go anywhere. We're going to stop this show. We'll be back in like 10 seconds. And then we're going to play. Are we playing Battlefield 1 tonight, Sarge? Is that what you want to play? Sure. All right, so we're going to be playing some Battlefield 1. You guys have a wonderful night. See you on the next one. There are two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.